Hey, Taylor. Yes, Roy. Do you want to hear a joke? Oh, yes, please. Hurra for dig så fyller ditt år, og dig vil vi gratulere. Alle i ring omkring dig vi står og ser når vi vil marsjere. Bukken ikke nei, snu oss omkring, danse for dig med hopp og sprett og spring. Ønske dig av hjertet alle gode ting, og si hva, hva vil du mere. Gratulere. Happy birthday, Luke. That's not a joke. This week on Another Digital Citizen, we'll be talking about news from the week. Round three of Torture Tilly with TV. Mechanic Resurrection. Another Digital Citizen's Worst TV Show Ever Tournament. And Brain Dead, Episode 10. This is Another Digital Citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome citizen. More fun than being a reindeer in Norway, it's another digital citizen. Hi, Luke. Happy birthday. Hey, Fro. Hey, everybody. It's my birthday. It's a birthday. You you cry if you want to. Die if you want to. Thanks for for setting that song on Facebook, you asshole. (laughs) Getting it stuck in everybody's head. Yep. That movie is from my childhood. Uh... So, yeah. I love that movie. Happy birthday, Luke. Thank you. Yes. Tilly, it's not your birthday, but hi. Hey, Fro. Happy birthday, Luke. Doesn't matter that it's not my birthday. It's Luke's birthday. Yay. He's 33 this day, today. Yep. And and the Earth is in a totally random place from when I was born. So it actually is not actually a birthday, but that's fine. What? What? Well, the way the Earth uh, the Earth doesn't actually go around the sun in a circle. So, if you really wanted to have where the Earth was in the universe when you were born, you would have to wait thousands of years. And nobody actually lives thousands of years, so nobody ever actually has a birthday, in my opinion. But, there you go. Well, your I, world sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Stop that! I'm going to birthday <laughs> land! <laughs> So, if you think the sound quality is kind of strange this week, it is because I'm in, not in Norway. Throws on what? the road. I run from the police. I run from the police. I'm in uh, the Danish capital of uh, Copenhagen. Or Copenhagen, as they say down here. 
or as we say, Copenhagen. Copenhagen, yeah. And uh, I saw the statue today uh, of the Little Mermaid. That was cool. What else did I do today? I went to Tivoli, looked around. What was that? Um, uh, a lot of, uh, uh, like, uh, it's an amusement park in the middle of town. And I went to the Rotic Museum, because that's always fun. Awesome. Yep. Okay, okay best bits of the Erotic Museum, top five. Uh, my top five things to see in the Erotic Museum? Yeah. Um, I think one of my favorite things to see, uh, number five, is the video installation. That is always fun. Okay. Um, I think that goes without saying. Yeah, uh, um, the gift shop. <laughs> the gift. Uh, number four is the blow job. No, um, no. Um, um, I think uh, it's interesting to see how sex toys has uh, evolved through the centuries. So I, I think that's my number four. My number three is definitely every Japanese guy that's going around there. And <laughs> <laughs> because there was a lot of Japanese curious there and they were going around like... <laughs> oh, this is funny. <laughs> um, my number two was that I was there with uh, two girls. So that was fun. And one of them is my 55-year-old boss. Did they turn into little Japanese men giggling? Uh, yes, more or less. Um, and uh, my number one is that I didn't have to pay for it because my boss uh, had the idea of got, uh, giving, getting to the museum. So, hey, free erotic cool. museum! Yeah. yeah, it's never, it's never like it's excusable to have a boner around your boss. But my boss went to my to me today and was like, "Yeah, it's okay if you get aroused." And I was like, "Okay, walk away from me, you fifty or, or right. five year old woman." Your boss woman. is supposed to be able to say that, but that's yeah, fine. I know. No, please, please do not discuss my boner. Keep my boner out of your mouth. <laughs> well, uh, depends what boss. Let's you not have. get into that. <laughs> <laughs> but this yeah, will be a long uh, conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I'm I'm having fun here in Denmark. I'm going home uh, tomorrow, so instead of uh, getting home a day early and uh, uh, being home, uh, I've been busy with two days of work and uh, talking about uh, trying to find a, a daisy player and looking at a Danish. Um, uh, system of how they done uh, sound books in Denmark. Actually, it's kind of quite interesting. Can I talk a little about what I do for for a living? Is that okay? Real quick, I guess. Yeah, we know understand a little bit. Noise in the background that I'm hearing. This is the police helicopter going over my house. <laughs> Potentially. Okay. Bad right. boys. What? Bad boys. Yeah, there's a escape convict on the loose at the minute. Okay, I said to you, <laughs> stop, <right. laughs> stop, stop uh, going in banks and robbing them till I. 
Oh no, this is his escape from jail. He's a murderer, apparently. Oh. Is he? So we're just getting, you know. Is he the one that's knocking on your door right now? Weird that you say that because he has been knocking on people's doors. (laughs) But no. (laughs) And Tilly Tilly is living in a house where there's a window open, so that's fun. Yeah, I'm glad this is going to go out after tonight. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, yes, uh, I I uh, in Denmark and Sweden they have uh, gotten. Uh, the technology that's called DAISY. DAISY is a technology that compromised files into really, really like small files and uh, you use it to um, uh, especially in sound books because books can be really long. So, for example, instead of having six CDs with 12 hours, you have one CD compromised into the C files and Norway are really behind when it comes to that uh, kind of technology so we were there l- learning how they did it in Sweden and Denmark yeah, so, yeah. so that's what I do <laughs> boring <laughs> boring fro Hey, it takes everybody doing something to make the world go round. I love my job. I I, I love what I do. Uh, Well, then how many people could say that? Every every single day I'm I'm here, I have enjoyed myself tremendously. I I forgot to watch Braindead this week. That is how much I enjoyed myself. It's turned you Braindead. Yeah. (laughs) I, I was there on Monday and Tuesday, and today it's Wednesday. So. Nice, nice long weekend. So, that is my life. Have you done anything exciting today, birthday, child? Well, I just woke up. So, uh, just got on here uh, after waking up. So, yeah. Have, uh, have you just... gotten any birthday presents? No, I just woke up, so... No, do you want your first? Yet. Do you want your first first birthday present? I guess so. Because I I was thinking of giving you an audible like birthday present. Uh, you can talk about everything you want to in in one minute. Now that's your birthday present. You can talk about everything you want to. Anything. <laughs> everything I want to in one minute. <laughs> now you've uh, just woken up. And we we have to shut up. uh, This week I was mowing the lawn, and I was like, ah, something bit me. And I turned around, I got stung in the ass by two bees. Got stung in the ass. This week (laughs) that was fun. Wow. Yep. Two. Yeah, two two times. Got stung in the ass twice. Oh, my God. So maybe you have a flowery ass. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. I, it wasn't like I was bothering them or anything. They just decided to attack me. Why? Maybe it knew that at some point you were going to sit down. But so it's just preemptive. At least yeah, you're not know. the reindeer in Norway, Luke. That's true. Yeah, this looked like a terrible occurrence that happened in Norway. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. It looked like someone decided to like mass murder a bunch of uh, reindeers. 
Yeah, like Rudolph finally got Santa his own Claus. back. Right. <laughs> yeah. Santa Claus brain went insane. But uh, it killed hundreds, like hundreds of reindeer in a lightning strike? Question mark? In wet conditions. It's so extremely weird to see it because it looks like someone gassed a bunch of reindeers. It looks like someone just like decided to push the button and like, okay, you are going to die right now. And hundreds, hundreds of reindeers like just lay down. But um, now they've been up there and took some samples and they're going to look through those samples to see if there wasn't anything else that could... <laughs> could have caused this? Yeah. Could cause this because they're afraid of, of this being a sickness instead of a, a, a lightning strike. I don't, even I, they don't look like they Right, if sickness, it would, they wouldn't have all just all in one spot fallen over from a sickness, no. you know? So, uh, really then some of them would, would have settled down and laid down and, you know, gone off that way. But it, it, it uh, uh, like, if you Google this uh, on, on Google, if you Google this on Google. Uh, <laughs> Google yeah, it on Yahoo! <laughs> on Yahoo. Yeah, then, then, then it's kind of, it's interesting to see this picture because it just looks like Someone decided to 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 just lay down and and die. It it looks like they're in a suicide uh, cult together. Right. Yeah. It yeah. does kind of like reindeer suicide cult. Yeah. Yeah. And we all know how dangerous they are. The suicide cults for. Reindeers. Reindeer oh, suicide squad. Yeah, they're my yeah. favorite. Uh, so, uh, uh, what happened in America, Luke? Uh, well, uh, I guess uh, we had Nigel Farage come over here. Uh, the MP, I guess, or former MP from the UK. Yeah, well, he's, he's not working anymore, so he can go off and do right. whatever he wants. And if he wants he, to turn up at a Trump rally, friggin' idiot. He, he's always been an idiot. <laughs> Nigel Farage is a tit. Why, why, why is he um, um Trump supporter, Dylan? Because he's a racist arsehole. Oh. <laughs> right. That's pretty much it. That's, yeah. that's the only thing. It's like, their policies don't even... Like, they... People try to say they're like similar or whatever, but they're not similar in any way because they don't. Number one, Trump doesn't have any policies, so that's one thing. And Nigel Farage, uh, he's from the UK, so they're. It's not the same thing in any way whatsoever. But people like to compare them and say they're the same people, uh, and that's yeah. why he went there, uh, probably just for publicity. More than likely, he got paid. That would be. I was point. about to say money as well, because he's uh, he's not a particularly ridiculously rich man Nigel Farage he's not like mansion living kind of wealthy but he will be <laughs> right I mean who is Trump 
going to like who is he trying to get voters by doing this? Who is he appealing to? You know what I mean? The overseas, maybe the Americans that lives in the UK, maybe. Well, and because they can do yeah. the well, Britain chose to shut their borders and get out of the EU, and that's the same as America wants to do away from the Mexicans. So he's like, yeah, this, this not, guy did like that. Like I said, it's not the same thing. <laughs> yeah, but there's, they're not talking to sensible people with intelligent opinions. Right. That's not who they're going for. They know they That's haven't got definitely them. definitely not who they're appealing to, for sure. No, but there are a lot of idiots. I'm not just saying, you know, America's full of idiots. Everywhere is full of idiots. There are, you know, it's at least 70-30. And 25% of the non-idiots keep their mouths shut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're saying it, so I don't have to. Well, it's it's a worldwide issue. Right. So, um, actually, one thing we didn't, I didn't put on the news about Trump. He went to uh, Mexico today. If anybody saw, yeah. That. <laughs> Why? The what? President, he, the president invite the president yeah. of Mexico invited Donald Trump. Invited Donald Trump. Donald Please Trump tell me, there. just RKO out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. You want me to pay I, for your wall? <laughs> in the past, I believe uh, this is the same president who like compared him to Hitler and other things. So yeah, but um, I think it's kind of a political statement for both of them in a way. So yeah. it was a, it wasn't a meeting that was uh, in front of cameras or anything like that. It was behind closed doors and stuff. So we don't really know a lot about it. I think Donald Trump said, "We are." Come to let you pay for the wall, and 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 the president of Mexico said, "See, si, senor," <laughs> and that is the most racist thing I am going to say today. Yeah, I could see it more going. Um, look, I'm sorry about what I said about Mexico. You know, it's all bullshit, right? I'm just, I'm literally just riding this wave. Like, I don't mean it. Things will be fine. I'm, I want to come and holiday here. Maybe, you know, we'll do a house swap or something. I'll be in the White House. I can swap with you and have your mansion for a bit. Well, yeah, talking about sex museum, uh, I, I heard uh, rumors about Evina uh, uh, Trump being a call lady. Who? Ivanka? Uh, Ivanka Trump, sorry. Is that the daughter? No, the 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 wife. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Ivanka Being Trump spend- is the daughter. Oh. So, who am I talking about? What is uh, her, her name again? It starts with an M. Milena. 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 I always want to say Milena yeah. because it sounds like the wrestler, but I don't think that's actually. Yeah. Happened. But uh, anyway, she she sued uh, a British newspaper. That uh, called her a call girl, expensive call girl. That she had. Mm-hmm. Oh right, I did see that. Yeah, she sued. A, she sued a couple. She sued a magazine here too that uh, yeah. printed a photo of her, a naked photo of her, or something. So yeah. Has she sued she, them because it's not right, or has she sued them because she didn't want that getting out? Because Donald Trump just sues anybody for anything. That's what's yep. happening here. Yeah. That is the answer. So, is there an alternative to the rights movement there in America? An alternative, right. I don't know if that's what it stands for, but uh, there's been a lot of talk this week after Hillary Clinton did a big speech about uh, the alt-right and what that means in America and that Donald Trump is part of this alt-right. 
Yeah, the alternative right. Right. Uh, I don't think anybody actually calls them the alternative right, though. They just call them the alt right. Yeah, as far as like a group, a, but it I think is you it watch, is a right? short for the alternative right look. I guess so, but nobody says that. Is what I'm saying. But in okay. any case, this is just a, it's all made up. It's not real, anyways. This is like what? Brain Dead. If you watched Brain Dead this week, uh, the two groups that they described in that show. This is yeah. one the, this is kind of like that. It's a um, it's a way, especially. I mean, it's been around since 2008, but it's a way, especially right now, for Hillary Clinton to just um, say to appeal to more center Republicans. Because for some reason, Hillary Clinton doesn't want to appeal to progressives. She'd rather appeal to center Republicans and try to get them over. And so that's kind of what this whole alt-right speech that she did was about, is trying to appeal to Republicans uh, by, by going, saying that really, really, really right-wing Republicans are crazy racists, which a lot of them are, so. Uh, but uh, isn't the same, could you say, the same with, like, when it comes to the focus on on family values that uh, Tron is going to talk about later, uh, the focus on family values that the Democrats like talked about. How bullshit is that? Like they've never been caring about family values before, and now they suddenly do. Well, I mean, uh, I don't know about. I, I mean, Hillary Clinton had the, has been talking about family values for a long time uh, since right. the Bill Clinton era. So I don't know if that's necessarily right. true. Um, but the, I mean, but the, they've been talking Democratic about it in a different parties, way. It, yeah, they've been talking about it in a different way from the Republicans, in in the sense that the Republicans talk about it in a way where it's supposed to be some type of magical fix for the economy and all these other things. If families right. are better, where the, uh, Democrats talk about it more in um, freedom uh, of of. The, of the actual person in the family, so right. <laughs> but it, it's interesting, like how I think, I think uh, in a way that the, the Democratic Party and I, I don't, I don't explain this away, but but they are trying to steal some of the rhetoric that uh, the Republicans have when it comes to family values. I. I, I I never, I, I personally never like heard them care so much about it. It could be that Hillary has cared about it for a long time, right. but the Democratic Party as a whole doesn't feel like it has cared for it for a long time, or at least it doesn't talk about it a lot. I guess maybe is what you're saying. Yeah, uh, but I think you're just mixing up the idea of family values that the Republicans talk about with. You know, I don't. I think uh, Democrats focus on it more in the way that, like, they talk about um, trying to, you know, getting programs to make it easier for families to to get by. Where Republicans right. talk about it in the sense that, oh, if we fix the families, then that's going to fix the government, and we don't need the programs if the families are just fixed. But Democrats, right, right, because but they, then the Democrats they... come from another, the other side, saying. But if we don't have the programs, we can't fix the families. So, right. yeah, catch, it's a catch-22. 
Hey, Tilly, have you ever wa- uh, wished there was a twin u- universe that is completely the same as the Milky Way? I've often wondered if it would be possible. I think we've all hoped that there's many, many, many of them out there, all taking different paths of the same. You know, maybe from an even evolutionary point. You know, they right. have their big bang, and then things go differently. Right. But yeah, and now exciting. it looks looks like it's been discovered. The dark twin. Whoa! Tell me about it. Um, it's in the. I loved the name of the um, constellation it was in. Okay. It was the Coma constellation. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. Yeah, they've but they found a beautifully bright Milky Way galaxy, a dark twin called Dragonfly Forty Four. It's three hundred million light years away. Ooh. Yeah. Apparently, that's, it's uh, that's went far unnoticed. Away. It did well, yeah. It's it's very far away. Hence, why we hadn't seen it, because you know, <laughs> as things are getting better and there's more people looking up with actual really good ex- uh, equipment. Right, they're, they're you still have to get really lucky no matter what, because so many. Oh yeah, yeah. got to look at the right bit of sky at the right, right time of year at the right specific moment just then. <laughs> it's interesting and. Uh... It's interesting to see that we are trying, still looking for intelligent life on other planets when I'm not sure we have it here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely. And we still haven't gone all the way into all of the sea and everything. Right. It's interesting. What do you think, uh, Look. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is interesting just because it's a dark dark matter galaxy so it we'd probably just know about it because of the uh gravitational force that it causes around it more than likely um but it has the same mass as our galaxy and and everything else so that's interesting uh it kind of makes me think of like uh alternate universe like if you were to you know flip to the other side kind of idea where if if we flip to the other side maybe we're the dark universe to them or the dark galaxy to them, I guess. Interesting right. to think about. Hey, Tilly, if you died tomorrow, yes, would you try to be uh, communicate with me? If you wanted me to, I think I'd try. Right. I wouldn't just come and you know scare the crap out of you for no reason. Although I would like you, to go to Norway. You would send me a letter. <laughs> Maybe. I've got, I can't believe this. This is a brilliant thing, and I kind of want to watch it. Yeah. This is Rolf Eric, isn't it? R- Rolf Eric, yeah. He's dead. Uh, he's dead out of cancer? I think so. Oh, I'm not sure. I, I did not see anything about that, yet. No, no but, uh, just that he's not here. He's, he's not with us anymore. And he has uh, died, and... The Norwegian TV program called Folkopplysningen, or the Public Enlightenment, uh, it wants to test if there's possible to talk to the dead. So this guy yeah. was supposedly a medium before he died, I guess? Is that what I... or... No. Uh, um, 
Rolf Erik, he was uh, only like 40 years when he died, but he he was survived. He's uh, he was survived by his wife and two kids, but he wants to he wants just to help them to see if it's um, possible at all for right. dead people to uh, communicate with dead people. Okay. I don't think. I don't think he believes it's possible. All right, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, right. I was wondering how much of a gimmick it was, but uh, he missed a yeah, little bit. Uh, to a degree, right? Or at mm. least maybe he's just curious. You know? Yeah. Well, I guess. Well, was curious, but what he did was they put a note, like he wrote a note, and then put it. They put it in a safe, and yep. um. He died, and nobody knows what's on the note. And not I even guess, his wife. I guess, or, or the people who are the producers or nope. whatever of this. Uh, and uh, are they going to have mediums and people come in and try to? Yep. Do try this? to try to see what's written on the paper. Right. And Rolf said before he died that if they come to it, to, if they find him in the afterlife, that he will tell them what's on the note. So yeah, yeah, and where to find it as well so they can go yeah. find it read it uh, there's actually you can find an What's online to that um, he's gonna remember what it says in the afterlife though. well he'll hopefully remember where it is at least and oh, it'll yeah. be you know, it'll be his thing but yeah you can very very easily uh, submit your um thing of what he wrote on their website there's a little box for yeah. what did Rolf Eric write, and you can put what you think he wrote, and then give them your email address, and maybe end up on that TV show that Fro can pronounce. <laughs> NRK. All right. Yeah, nrk.no. Uh, we will we will publish uh, this link on the Let's Talk then. Uh, uh, Facebook that you should go, go to. No, we won't. No, we won't. Why not? Because you said let's talk then. Oh shit! And that's not a thing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so we thing won't. That happened this week. I didn't put on the news uh, that I found just last night about the Nazi gold train. Uh, I guess uh, from what I've read in this uh, article, it brought in. Uh, just from the whole thing, it brought in $150 million in tourism to this town, the Polish town. Really? Uh, and uh, I'm reading the article, and at the bottom of the article, the last uh, line in the article says, While the recent efforts have uncovered nothing but dirt, the explorers plan to continue their search in September. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess it's not over yet. Yeah, they're, they're becoming an attraction. Right. Right. So uh, we are going to publish that on the Another Digital Citizen Facebook page. Yeah. So if you if you that get link. in touch with Rolf Eric, yeah, you gotta gotta remember this. If anybody out there's a medium, and uh, there's a deadline on this as well. It's before the 20, September the twenty fifth. What's the date yep. today? Uh, today the 31st of August. Thirty first. So. Yeah. All right, well, there you go. 25 days to uh, get in touch with a dead man. Yeah. So please publish that uh, link, somebody that is in front of a computer. That isn't me. Because I I'm like not in front of a computer. Pro is like, 
I really, really, really want this put on on the Facebook page, but I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I can't because I'm not home. It's okay. I'll do it. Oh, thank you, Tilly. It's okay. Tilly is nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I just don't coddle you. Um, and it's your birthday, Luke. You shouldn't be doing lots of things. But what you should do is email us on our lovely uh, Facebook uh, page. Uh, you can go to anotherdigitalcitizen at gmail.com. That is our email address. Go to our Facebook page. Be a member there. We talk about things. Tilly, and publish things that we talk about during the show there. <laughs> yep, just then, right there. there. Right now, for example. And uh, please email us about shitty things we do on the podcast or good things we do. It's another digital citizen at gmail.com or as still is as it. Another digital citizen at gmail.com. It and sounds- jokes. If you have jokes. any jokes, send yeah. us jokes. We need good jokes that are actually funny because most yep. of us are crap or just not jokes. <laughs> right. So, um, like I said, we will hear what uh, Tron views are on family values. This is Tron where Tron tells the truth. If I say the name Tipper Gore, a lot of you will not know who that person is. But you already know Elgor, so I can tell that is his former wife. She yeah, was a very political person in his, in her time. And strangely enough, she is the worst asshole and the catastrophic part for the liberal movement in the United States. Ever. I always considered the Democratic Party as a party full of liberals, free men, free-thinking-minded people. But... That was until the 80s, when Tipper Gore listened to a Prince song and sh- was shocked. I think the song was called Little Nicky, or Dolly Nicky, and she was terrified. She started hearings in the Congress. She made hell for a lot of musicians, so we have to have labels on, the CDs and LPs and cassettes. Ooh, terrible the record is and how bad language the record is. And it's all kind of bullshit. It's always like, oh, we have to protect, protect the children and, and so on. And it's good for families and so on. But that is also what is wrong with the Democratic Party. They have tried to ape or look like a conservative light party for so many years. Where is the liberal movement? Where is the radical movement? It's not strange that Fox News and the conservative movement time and again can start campaign to get elected the majority in the Congress. Well, the Democratic Party is not liberal at all. We need a liberal party. We need a liberal movement. I'm so fucking tired of every time you want to talk about an important issue like say, gun control, they start to talk about gays. When we talk about war, gays again. Everybody remember the election in 2003. Well, well, Bush had lied to get into war in Iraq, but the election didn't want was anything about his what he said, or what he did. It was all about gay marriage, who was not po- very popular in 2003. So Bush won again. 
because bullshit values are more popular than the real thing. I'm so tired because it's something I hate. Is to call family values, and everybody tried to use those words all the time. Hillary Clinton had a book called "It Takes a Village." I don't give a fuck. If it takes a village. It takes smart, intelligent people. I don't give a shit if you have two or three kids or show the pictures of them on Facebook. You're not necessarily a good person. Why is this thing about family and kids? Why is so obsessed with it? I don't have kids. I'm forty, and I'm happy with it. I am, and I'm a good liberal, free-minded person. Anyway, I don't have to use kids or family to show a good man or person I am, and, no, and so should nobody else either. And what is that? Is politician has to stop using them, and you have to stop like with all those crazy bullshit like censorship and so on, because we need a liberal party. A, a politician says when you get asked those questions. Just say the right words like, I don't give a fuck. Listen to what you want. Watch what you want. Fuck who you want. Have threesomes. Have orgies. Suck a dick. Lick pussy. I don't give a shit. And so said the so should we have politicians that's the same. Not people said, well, me and my family. I don't give a fuck about your family. This is Trump. Trump tells the truth. Angrier than ever. See you next week. Fuck you. Have a good day. So, Tilly, have you enjoyed your uh, week when it comes to torture? Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I'm kind of half speechless at your choice for me this week. Why is that? Because Baywatch Nights should not be a thing. <laughs> and why do you say that? Well, A, there's no need for it, and it's right. just, it's so bad that I kind of ended up laughing the entire way through, but sort of laughing at it. It's definitely, right. I'm going to end up putting it on for people when we're getting drunk and want to laugh at something and we've seen all of our comedy. <laughs> Baywatch Nights is going on. And especially this episode was horrendous. Oh, are they not all this bad? No, no. Well, no. it's clearly a running series. So, yeah. Going into ep- uh, this episode, we had no idea what was happening in the previous episodes or what a lot of the characters were or who they were. So, yeah. it's really like all over the place. And, of course, everything is shot handheld and at a Dutch angle the entire show. Oh, so yeah. We were to be- I made Dick watch the last half of it, and even he was laughing at. The, well, the acting as well. The acting was brilliant. Just the, oh my god, and the special effects. <gasps> it was like the Power Rangers meets Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but slashed their budget by 75%. <laughs> it did feel very Power Rangers. Oh, totally. But I kind of loved it a little bit. Okay. But, uh, tell, tell me about this episode of Baywatch Nights. Uh, what was this... it all about? Aliens. The aliens, aliens are, they're here. They're here already. They're not coming. They're here. <gasps> There's, uh, is it Mitch? Yeah. That is the, the Hoff. Uh, a strange lady fighting. <laughs> um, and I mean, oh, like. She's from Baywatch 2. Is she? she? Yeah, she's another actress who came from the, that show. Okay, right. And of course, well, the aliens are here to watch the bay. That's why the show's called Baywatch. Totally. 
but yeah, they uh, they've they've got a friend, and he's been turned into one of these aliens or something. And yeah, they go to find out all about it, and they <laughs> they end up with a crazy guy in tow, kind of like a Gus from Brain Dead, but awful. It's just a, a man in a beret, basically trying to act like a weirdo, but he's not. Um, yeah, at one point when they're in the uh, alien den thing, he's wandering around with what looks like one of those scanner guns from a supermarket. And you just see like the little red dots and he's going around with these little red dots. And then all of a sudden I was joking to Dick and I was saying like, oh, no, just rub the barcode and it might scan again. Oh, no, you'll have to put the numbers in. You'll have to put the numbers in. <laughs> and it starts beeping using the same beep as a checkout scanner. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm pretty sure that's what that was. That was either that or it's a mini Johnny Five with LED lights. <laughs> but, but oh, I... my, the the song, it's oh, theme the song. tune. People, please, please Google the theme tune for Baywatch Nights. It's the most it clarinet you'll ever get in your ears. <laughs> it is. Cl- it's really clarinet. Very jazz. Ninety jazz. Oh, it's great. I was I was boogieing along. It was, uh, yeah, I um, I quite enjoy. I was enjoying the theme tune and stuff, and quite enjoying how ridiculous it was. Till I realised how long it was, and that I had another, you know, thirty odd minutes of watching it. That didn't impress me much. Ah, but uh, it's 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 such a bad it's such a bad TV show and like what what does this have to do with Baywatch I was wondering that he did at one point well the the woman said um, mentioned a kid that he'd saved like that he'd he'd rescued from drowning he pulled out the surf or something and I was wondering if that was something to do with Baywatch nights or Baywatch days (laughs) Yeah, it's 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 clearly that this has nothing to do with the original Baywatch at all. No, like, and I it, mean, it's, is it supposed to be him after? Is he doing this yeah. at night time whilst being a lifeguard at daytime? Does he <laughs> never question. sleep? <laughs> he never ever sleeps. Yeah, yeah. Good, good questions because um, like we, we we I really don't understand why he suddenly become this weird uh, private detective. Well, no. Why not have Knight Rider doing this? Yeah. You know, why don't they do a spin-off like that with Kit? Right. That makes sense. That's already weird. You've already got a talking car that's, you right. know, does everything for you. But not ah. bloody Baywatch. Yeah, there was really no weird. slow motion running in of, with boobs jiggling or anything. There was no <laughs> hot men with their tops off. <laughs> This should not be called Baywatch. Joey and Chandler would not be impressed with this. <laughs> yes. They would not. So how much were you tortured? I believe I was tortured as much as one fat lady. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Good. What did you think, Luke? Oh, yeah, it was terrible. I remember, I don't know if it was this specific episode, but I remember the guy, uh, the crazy conspiracy theory guy from this show. Or Mr. Yeah. Beret. So, right, uh, yeah. Uh, so I definitely remember episodes of this from when it was originally on. Um, 
But yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, none of it makes any sense, especially <laughs> when it's called Baywatch. So yeah, we're going. And to not only does this have aliens in it, it also kind of has zombies in the show. Yes. Too. Yeah, we're I didn't understand to... that either. How did they? <laughs> all of these aliens were hooked up to this power supply, so they get all their energy that they need. Then they unhook themselves from the power supply, and <laughs> end up all being electrocuted because they get water on them. So, Luke, what are you <laughs> going to torture? They're reindeer from Norway. That's the same. Yeah, it's the reindeer <laughs> from Norway, yeah. <laughs> but, Just damn uh, electric reindeer. <laughs> so, uh, Luke, what are you going to torture to Luke with? All right, I'm gonna, I've got something a little old. Uh, it's a spinoff, and I've talked about the show before. A spinoff of the series MASH. The show takes a place immediately oh. following the end of the Korean War. The original uh, of the original series, Colonel Potter, Klinger, and Father Mulcahy. Aftermash, one of the worst sequels of all time. Rosalind Chow rounded out the cast as Soon Lee Klinger, a Korean refugee who soon who <laughs> met Klinger and fell in love and got married in the final episode of MASH. Of course. So, of course, this sounds like a comedy. Right after the mm. Korean War and uh, refugees. Uh, how is that not funny? <laughs> Come on. You're all being stitches. So I picked this episode, episode two. Because um, that's one of the ones I've actually seen. And it's called Together Again. So Horrible, horrible show. Wow. I'm uh, excited. <laughs> well, I am excited because Mash? I have okay. seen Mash. Yeah, Mash is a genius. Love Mash. Yeah, my dad likes anything warry. Doesn't really matter which war or how it relates. Well, it's really bad. Just trust me and look that I've watched this shit. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. <laughs> so look. Talking about shit uh, we've seen on TV. Tilly, I know you have seen a TV show that I never talked about. I have, and oh my god, I was a four o'clock in the morning last night watching Bad Girls Club. Yeah! I love Ripsy! <laughs> I love Ripsy too! She's amazing! I love that you love that show. It's an addiction, I, apparently. It I'm, is! I knew that you were going to love that show. Oh, it, it's amazing. Do you know what else has come back? No. Toddlers and Tiaras. Ooh! Yeah, and it's it's bigger and better. There's private jets this no. time. When? Mm. When did it come back? Um, In the past couple of days. Oh! It's just it's only, the first season, only first episode. And it's only oh sort of half of a story, half of a pageant, this one episode. And it oh follows two pageant coaches that are going head-to-head -head with I their kids. I love Poplar Santiara. Me too. Oh, the um, BBC, People Just Do Nothing, is back with its third series. And that's been uh, very, very funny today. <sighs> main, main guy in it gets sent to court for throwing a cigarette end on the floor. Really? Yeah, and he's he's freaking out about it because he thinks he's going to get sent down, and then he comes out all big and hard. It's it's brilliant. But I, I'm so happy that you uh, you are going to love 
the next season. Oh, um, I am. As soon as we stop doing this, I'm straight back on Bad Girls Club. <laughs> I'm so happy that I got you into that. Yes. Well, now I've yeah. watched all of the documentaries in the world on serial killers. Right. They're getting really boring now. So this is this is ace. This is like Gypsy Sisters meets Big Brother. Oh, my God. Toddlers and Tierras, Season 7, Episode 1. Yeah. Cambry versus Jeremy Gabon. It's the episode. Oh yep. my god! They're the I'm two. So um, they're the two pageant coaches. Yes, I know. It's amazing. I'm so going to see that shit. But uh, you don't get to see who wins till I episode two. I oh, I kind of do. I like the the crowning bit. Yeah, but I don't. I, I want the exciting thing to last. Yeah, I suppose. Not for a whole week though. <laughs> I enjoy that. <laughs> Uh, do you like Tumblers and Tierra, Luke? No, I don't. Why not? Because <laughs> it's disgusting and gross. It's, it's the worst show ever. Right, yeah, no, I'm not, I'd never watch that, no. I don't think oh. it's the worst show ever. Well, we will talk about that. Uh, but what have you watched, uh, Luke? Lots of stuff on this week. Uh Big Brother UK celebrity finale this week. Yes. And what did you, uh, what think, did you about, think about the winner? What did you think, bro? I, I think I called this like weeks and weeks ago, right? Yep. Yes, yeah, you did. I, uh, it was pretty obvious. Uh, apparently, uh, the UK loves terrible people who believe in flat earth theory. Because yep. Bear won. The flat earth theory guy that we talked about when... The show started. He's the guy who won. So, and I, I was not surprised at all. Like no, I think, he, I mean, he had gotten, he had been a pick to be nominated every week, and he'd gotten yes. through. So every single week, it had to be him. Who else would win? Right. Did I don't know why everybody liked this guy. Yeah. Uh, Did yeah. he cause lots of problems in the house? Mm-hmm. That's why we kept him in then. I don't watch it, but as a British citizen, I know why we vote certain ways. <laughs> and it's to put a spanner in the works and make it more interesting. Is it that? Yeah, uh, I, mean, it, I guess he was one of the more interesting people of it, but uh, he just was, yeah, he was just a terrible person. I didn't find him entertaining. He just was a terrible person. So if you like watching terrible people, yeah, I guess he was entertaining. But I yeah. didn't like him. I don't think he should win, but... I'm not surprised at all. What no, do they I'm win? Uh, some money. The, yeah, oh, the really? Get paid to just be on the show. So just to be on the show, they get paid automatically, and then to win it is pretty much you just get the title of being winner. So, but you already oh, wow. got it. So I bet if you were the winner, you get paid more than the people who are you know not on as long. That's uh, even worse than I originally thought. There was if they were doing it for like charity or something, then yeah, if you were actual, I suppose they're not actual celebrities, really, are they? So I've been uh, actually this this oh. year. Uh, I knew like one person, and the only reason I knew him is because he was on Big Brother US, and yep. that's the reason he is a celebrity is because he was on Big Brother US, and he's yep. on this one as a celebrity. Yep. So that didn't make any sense. We got a lot. That's more happened things. to the UK ones too, where we've had so the we had... UK ones, and then sorry. <laughs> What, you have uh, on Celebrity 1, they have people from the UK version? That would be just weird. 
Yeah, mm. that's happened. Because they had Jade Goody on the celebrity one with her mum, and she oh. her fame was through Big Brother. <laughs> and Nikki, that, that Nikki Glazer as well. That's quite circular, but uh, I was watching Everybody Loves Raymond, and there's an episode called The Cult where Robert joins a cult. That's an interesting episode of Everybody Loves Raymond, if you like Ooh. that. Uh, the new um, 2016 version of Are You Being Served was on this week. Yeah. What did you think did you about that? It? Yeah. Uh, I thought it was good. Uh, I, I thought too. it held up really well. There was not a whole lot of uh, nostalgia pandering in it at all, and thought the characters were interesting. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just a lot of the same characters, except for one kind of change in, with the one guy, and everybody else is pretty much the same character yeah. as the original. Um, so I actually started watching some of the original, just because I was interested, because not really original. sure this is actually going to become a series. Because I think this was just a pilot to see if people would like it, and if it gets picked up, it'll become a series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked good. I have watched uh, the ninth season of the Bad Girls Club this week. <laughs> eight and nine seasons. Eight and nine. Still have f- five left. So. Oh, the other thing. Uh, fall Big Big Brother update. For the new weird random fall season of Big Brother US. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's not going to be celebrity. It's going to be an all access online show where Wet. it's where they don't actually have a show. It's just always on. And then there are certain times of the day where they will do challenges and stuff that you can tune into on their network. Weird. Yeah. That's like uh, what also they kind had of interesting with the. The whole idea of Big Brother, in a way, is for it to be live 100% of the time. So, right, because it was. I mean, I don't know if they if they are over there, but they, you know, the normal ones, you can press the red button and watch them live, or you at least could for the first. I don't think they do that in the UK seasons. anymore, but I, they do do in the US, the and, and the Canadian version. But the Canadian yeah. version is really like they censor a lot of stuff. Um, I know they do in the U.S. as well. So, other than the Bad Girls Club, I have been watching Nip Tuck from the beginning. Um, I have seen some episodes of Nip Tuck, but I have problem with blood and surgery, so Nip Tuck has always been a problem for me. <laughs> But it's a good show. I like it. It's it's kind of interesting to to see. Uh, I like the actors in it, so I guess it's a good show. But uh, yeah, uh, between the Bad Girls Club seasons, uh, I've seen Nip Tuck, and it's kind of funny. Two series kind of goes together. Because a lot of the girls on the Bad Girl Club has had surgery. That's for sure. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say they were in that in Nip Tuck, and I was like, what? Oh. No, they had <laughs> surgery, and Nip Tuck right. is all about surgery. Right, yeah. So. But hey, let's uh, decide what is the worst show ever in a tournament style. Hey. Hey. And we're going to do this. Uh, Luke has done it random. Have you done it so none of our shows go? To, uh... Yes, I have. Yes. So okay. that, that, 
uh, I we both each of us picked four shows. I put them in a hat, randomly picked out out from a hat. The new thing I've been doing since the last uh, bracket we did was uh, instead of having shows that are one person's go against each other in the first round. Uh, if it comes out that way out of the hat, I'd go with the next one. So, right. So it's Ghost Adventures. That is Luke's pick. Yep. Tell me a little about that. All right, Ghost Adventures. Paranormal investigator Zach Baggins leads the, his team of co-investigators Nick Groff and Aaron Goodwin <laughs> at haunted locations in America and abroad, interviewing locals about alleged hauntings. It's such a bad show. Ugh, I hate that show. I Zach Baggins is like the most annoying person on the planet. Yeah. I, I think he he's up there. Have you seen this before, uh, Tilly? I have. I've not um, sat watching it myself, but one of my old friends used to watch all of these kind of programs. It's really... It's, it's, it's not... A good version of that show, even. Like, there's good versions of this show concept. And this yeah. is such a bad version of that concept. Because the concept is pretty cool. But Ghost Adventures is so terribly made. I mean, the, the guy, the main character is the worst part. Because he's so fake and just over the top and phony. <sighs> and, I mean... A lot of the editing is terrible too, but yeah. basically, it's a uh, ghost. Uh, what is the other show? Ghost Hunters. Yeah, but crappy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ghost Hunters are more than better than than this. This and is Ghost cr- Hunters is not a great show to begin with. So to oh, say no. Ghost Hunters, oh, no. but crappy is saying this is pretty crappy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, number two is Songs of Praise that uh, I have to uh, admit was my first meeting with this show was this week. You are a very, very, very lucky man. Uh, I I had never even heard of this. Yeah, Yeah, this is, it's a very British thing and everybody that's in the UK, because I reckon it's aired in everywhere, um, will know about Songs of Praise and they'll know about Sunday afternoon and you've just watched it's normally like the EastEnders omnibus or something and then all of a sudden you have this cathedral full of people singing and it's not like an amazing performance sort of thing it's just some church somewhere that they've stuck some cameras in and everybody's doing a big sing-along and yeah it's it's bad enough that you know, you have to do these hymns and things when you go to a wedding or a christening <laughs> or something. I do not want it on my telly. I do not want bloody Ali Jones presenting Ipswich's female choir backed by the rest of Ipswich. <laughs> it's just, it's horrific. And for some reason, it always gets put It's normally grandparents' houses. It always gets put on and it's always boring. More boring than if you were, you know, dragged down to a church. I saw one of the episodes this week and I, I found it strangely fascinating. It's just people singing. I mean, yeah. that's all it is in a church. But I mean, in, yeah. in it's hymns, obviously, but that's it. 
the 2,300 episodes. Yeah, I was going to say, it's been on since like the early 70s or something. So. I think right. it was 61. 1961 oh, really? it started. Right. There were 2,300 episodes. <laughs> 35 minutes each? I thought it was way longer than that. <laughs> it feels longer. like four hours. <laughs> Oh, Talia, what are you going to watch for? Uh, Songs of Praise. Luke? Uh, Ghost Adventures. Uh, totally Ghost Adventures for me as well. Like, I, I can I can listen to people sing. I don't mind it. <laughs> Not 3,600 times you couldn't. I mean, 2,300. No, no, but, but, <laughs> but it's not as bad as Ghost Adventures. Okay. <laughs> Then we have Cayman, that is uh, Luke's pick. Yep. Uh, tell me a little about Caveman. Uh, so Caveman was uh, an American sitcom. It says it's from 2007. Yeah. Based on the Geico Caveman commercials, which were also... Based uh, on a commercial. The, this was written by the same guy. It's based on insurance commercials, of all yep. things. Yep. The the show was described as a unique buddy comedy that offers a <laughs> clever twist on stereotypes and turns race relations on its head. Wow. Do you know that I have seen every single episode of this? It's a pile of crap. Is it? Yes. Did you like it? I've, I've not seen an episode of it. I looked it up on uh, Wikipedia and stuff, and I thought it was like the concept of it was interesting. The idea it's that horrible. you know cavemen never properly died out and still stayed as like a it, it's so fucking stupid. But Have you seen BC One? Yeah, the BC uh, One uh, comedy movie thing they made with uh, the, the guy from Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, and Jack it's, Black. Yeah, it's worse than that. Ooh. Yeah. And it has Nick Kroll in it, who I actually like Nick Kroll. But I love Nick Kroll. But yeah, this show is—he's even Ugh. terrible at the show. Horrible. It's, just, it's whole, like one—it's the very, very easy uh, to write. Um, one of the guys in the show is uh, a writer. It's like a television writer. Yeah. So it's that kind of easy, crappy show to write. Yeah. Right. And my number pick, uh, uh, Gotham. That is the worst version of Batman on TV. Like, how do you fuck up Batman? Oh, this show. <laughs> I agree. How do you fuck up everything that has to do with Batman? Oh, I know. This show. How do you fuck up everything that's good about Batman? This show. Oh, I mean, it doesn't get me irate, not angry. It gets me flustered. And the fucking thing is, season three is starting soon. And guess who's going to watch it? Me! <laughs> but that's your own I fault. Am, you don't have to. You have to watch more than one episode. I saw one episode of this this week because I had never seen it because I don't care about these kind of shows. But <sighs> I, uh, it wasn't super offended or like. Thought it, I didn't think it was terrible. It is know, maybe terrible. I, I watched the first one and then never watched it. anymore. Oh, it's horrible. It's atrocious. It's offensive, Luke. 
didn't get that from it, but uh-huh. I just thought it was a crappy uh, uh, superhero show. No, it's it, it's more than that. It's it's offensively bad. Uh, Luke, your pick is Cayman, I guess. Oh yeah, definitely. My pick is Gotham. So Tilly, I'm gonna have to go with Gotham because it really offended me too. Mm. I was uh, I got really excited when it was coming out. I watched like the making of thing, the behind the scenes. Oh, the thing. making of is so good. Yeah, that was amazing. The, the first episode was amazing. Watched the second episode and just nope, nope. And I've seen everything, like of it, and I'm still going to watch it. Because it has Batman, and I think it could be better, and then it doesn't get better. <laughs> well, at least I don't know why you you're keep watching you know. it if it's so terrible. But because, so he can tell us that it's terrible. Uh, yeah. So you don't have to f- uh, suffer. I'm Jesus, Luke. You're not the Messiah. You're a very naughty boy. <laughs> and if you don't know where that is from, rent the movie. Uh, then it's the briefcase, uh, my reality show about, uh, hey, so let's say you're a poor family in America, Tilly. Okay. And you get a briefcase with, uh, $500,000 in it. Okay. And your, uh, your, uh, uh, deal is... How much of those 500,000 uh, are you going to split with another family that you don't know, but is in a desperate situation as you? Oh, that is not enough of a plot twist for you? Well, the other family got the same briefcase, and I'm going to decide how much you get. I and you're both piss poor. I've definitely Doesn't seen make this. Any sense. The whole it's... concept doesn't make sense. No. The concept doesn't make sense. And it's horrendous. It's so it's so it's so mean. It's so like how do you do this uh, to people? Like how 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 you how are you this mean? How are you this uh, like I cried the first episode not because of 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 it was so sad but but because the concept made me sad and yeah. people watched this i've seen one episode and it was enough and i watched another episode because i was more like uh, a little like interested and it was the same shit the next episode but one of the families that were betrayed was betrayed in such a bad light that you, you sat there and like, why did they get the suitcase? And then I suddenly, like, I had to turn it off because it, it reminded me that I'm an awful person <laughs> that probably would have kept all of the money and, like, hide the, the suitcase under the bed. <laughs> like, right. oh, I hate the suitcase. Uh, the briefcase. Sorry. But uh, it's against your pick, Made in Chelsea, Till. <laughs> yes. I don't know if you two have seen Made in Chelsea. I have. <laughs> it's horrific. Now, I've been to Chelsea. I've been, The first time I ever went out in London, I went to um, the Cadogan Arms. 
which is mm-hmm. a place that they go into in Made in Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And instantly, as soon as I started watching it, I knew that they had been in that bar because yeah. it's just full of people like that. Yeah. They've they've spent <laughs> thousands of pounds on their outfit. They still they look like they've just got it from a charity shop. Yeah, the place was a dump, and everybody was acting like they were you know way better than you, and that this place was amazing and stuff because they were all just poncing about and posing, which is made in Chelsea pretty much. A lot yeah. of rich, stuck-up children, essentially. It's that, the hills, uh, UK. Ugh. It's horrible. Yeah, I hate hills. it. It's the hills, but on steroids. Yeah. With, you know... I, I just really... saw one episode, and all I got was, this is the hills, uh, British version. So. Well, there's some of the money, some of the uh, business empires that these people are going to be inheriting... Yeah. Is ridiculous, and the fact that they're you know oh, so more privileged like than the royal family. Hills, that kind of show. Yeah, and Probably. it's so funny because they they have a spin-off uh, show uh, where they go to the south of France, and I loads of spin-off shows. And they have a spin-off show where they go to LA <laughs> and New York <laughs> and New York. Oh, it's so f- terrible. Yeah, it's horrific and i've only seen it because my sister really liked it yeah. and when she just had the baby she was catching up on lots of things and this was one of them yeah. i didn't mind nashville but i did not do this <laughs> <laughs> so i guess that's your pick oh hell yeah and the briefcase is my pick so luke what is the winner um i guess i'm gonna go with the briefcase because it's a lot more depressing it is. It is really depressing. It's really depressing. I shouldn't laugh, but I can't. I can't. It's just... like they made a show where, like, somebody, some really rich guys at like a boardroom somewhere were like, "Let's make a show that we can laugh at poor people." Yeah. Like Vince McMahon and Donald Trump and uh, some <laughs> basketball uh, owners all made a TV show, and they're like, oh, <laughs> "Poor people are funny." But then we have your pick, Nightman, Luke. Right, did you guys watch any of this? Yep. No, but I, I did a look up again. It looks right. interesting. I was hoping it'd be something to do with It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. No, uh, <laughs> really not. Not at all. No. After lightning strikes saxophonist Johnny Domino, he finds he is telepathically tuned into the frequency of evil. This gives him the edge <laughs> to fighting bad guys in some special... Classified wearable gear gives him the edge on fighting them. Yeah. He's a saxophonist by day, <laughs> night man by night. <laughs> <laughs> I just love this show. I'm sorry, Luke. <laughs> yeah, I, I it's really, really funny and bad. It's so funny. I this, no... uh, this has kind of a very similar opening. Uh, uh, sequence to um to baywatch nights where it's like yes. but instead of clarinet it's saxophone yeah like, oh wow but it's yes. this, the main character is playing saxophone like a yep. 90s jazz club yeah very funny oh i i i i don't know why you picked this because this is one of my favorite shows <laughs> okay <laughs> i just love this show <laughs> uh then we have my pick uh, the kardashians but hey, stop there. Uh, Luke, 
listen to Kardashians on another list? Yes, and you picked it for the other list, and the other list was the best TV show ever, Bracket. Oh. So, why is it on the worst TV show bracket, you ask? Well, it is the worst and the best show ever. It is my dirty pleasure. It is my... I should not admit that I like this as much as I do. And I know it's shitty. I just love it. I have like, shows like that. But I wouldn't uh, throw them under the bus like this. <laughs> Well, it's the worst show ever, Tilly, because it's about spoiled, dirty princesses and their family that are extremely, extremely strange and... Uh, I mean, you see... Out of touch with the rest of the world? Yeah, kind of restless in this. I mean, hello. <laughs> yeah, that is, that's, that is enough. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, why the most successful um, broke person in the world. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I mean uh, we don't have to talk about the spin-off shows, but but uh, my name is Cat came from this, and uh, yeah, my name is Cat came from this. So don't the even know what that is. Oh, you don't know what that is? No. I'm more than happy to not know. It's fine. <laughs> uh, do you know Kathleen Jenner? Yeah. She is in the Kardashians, but as Bruce Jenner. Yeah. It's right. called My Name is Kate, but Fro just said Kate. My Name is Kat. Because yeah. yeah. Kate. And is it just her since everything? Yeah. Okay. So it's not and her it, journey with... Yes, it is. Oh, it is? Yeah, okay. both. Both. Ooh. Yeah. So I'd watch that, but not because it's uh, related to the Kardashians, just because I want you know, but, be uh, interested the in transitioning. Uh, yeah, but they don't show that. They don't show the... Uh, yeah, it's post-everything. Yeah, it's post-everything. I'll sort that then, I don't care. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the Kardashians, the worst uh, reality show ever. Luke, you are voting for Nightman. Nightman. Mm-hmm. And I'm, of course, voting for the Kardashians. So that means, Tilly? Nightman, because you can't have the Kardashians in both. <laughs> Is that the only why, <laughs> reason why? No, and because there are a lot of people that love the Kardashians. Right. And, you know, at least it's made everybody aware that Kanye West is a complete prick. Then, then we, strangely enough, have two cartoons against each other, and that's kind of funny. Uh, we have Camp WWE, that's Tilly's pick, and I don't know why this lies on the list, because this is funny. What? I, I'd never seen it until this week, and I watched one episode, and I didn't laugh a single time. So. No, what? awful. I, did, I love I, this. I didn't laugh at anything in the Really? No, no. I may so have surprised. watched once. I may have laughed once at Ric Flair humping things, and but the, that, the that's voices it. don't match up with the with the yeah. animation. They're like, if oh, have, okay. If they have the whole of the WWE to work with, essentially, why only work with two or three of them and have a girl that isn't British playing a British character? Having, <laughs> I'm guessing, a man that isn't black doing the voices of our truth. 
Right. Um, it's it's horrible. It's done and so Rick badly, Blair and it sounds could like have he recorded done... his, his version in like a closet in like a hallway of a hotel room somewhere. In about <laughs> half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. Really, it really bad. I like it, though. But Ugh. I like, I like a lot of shit. So. Well, if they were, if they'd actually, you know, used the roster and. Oh, it could have been something that was good, or at least adequate. It could have been watchable. But I watched every single episode of oh, yeah. that too. that came out, and it's awful. I'm paying for the WWE Network. I'm not impressed. I ain't got the money to be paying for it, but I do. Give me some decent bloody animation. Oh, it's our first animation for adults. Yeah, it's crap. <laughs> I liked it. You like the Kardashians? Yep, I do. So that's the reason why you should never listen to me. Uh, but it's against my pick that you really like for some strange reason, Dylan. I, well, I don't really, really like it. Uh, but you liked it. You laughed yeah. a lot of it. It's uh, Sam. It's uh, <laughs> it's not Sam. What is his first name? <laughs> Seth. Seth Mac- yes. MacFarlane's. Uh, new show that was cancelled after one season. It's offensive, it's not funny, it's bad animation, it's bad jokes, it's just bad, and it's called Border Town. And it's it bad be- on purpose, I think. I think uh, animation is bad on purpose and all this other yeah. stuff. I just noticed that we have a Seth versus Seth off happening as well, besides it just being cartoon off. Yeah. Seth Green versus Seth McFarlane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Weird. Weird. But yeah, it's a horrible, horrible, horrible animated show that's not funny. Yeah, I did. I did find it funny. I know I'd you watch did. it rather than watching like a rerun of something. Would you rather watch it than Camp WWE? Yes. Ah, so you're voting for that. Yes. And I'm <laughs> voting for Border Town. So, Luke, um, what is worse? I've seen more of Border Town, because I've actually seen, like, three episodes, and I hated that. But I saw one episode of Camp WWE, and I... The thing is, I didn't laugh at either of these. Uh, this is a hard one. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go Border Town, because it's on Fox, and it's not doesn't have WWE. Yay! That's my only reasoning behind that. It should have been better because it had WWE in it and it was worse. (laughs) Then we have uh, Tilly picks. And again, with the British show, Hollyoaks, that I have seen a lot of and hate. And what? And hate. Oh, good. I'm very glad of that. Yeah, Hollyoaks is basically where anybody that is a model... It's just bad. Yeah, well, it's, it's where all the models get into telly. <laughs> yes. If you if you're pretty and you can read your script, so you can learn it, you know that's that's all you have to do for Hollywood. They don't care if you can act. It's just There's can you read? Least... Are you pretty? On the Celebrity Big Brother UK, there's always somebody from Hollyoaks every single season. Yes. Oh yeah, they have a constant turnover as well. Of, yeah. There's no like long-standing families really. It's such a bad show. 
look, it's it's. I wa- yeah, I watched an episode of it this week, um, and I thought it reminded me of something, and then I thought about it, and I was like, oh, this is Hotel Caesar. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it is the little Hotel Caesar. Very yeah. much so. It's awful. There's always something, you know, there's always the nightclub going up in flames with loads of people yeah. in it, or the pub's just exploded, or somebody's house is on fire, or there's a little boy trapped down a well, or because he's been put there by somebody. This is the se- This is the series that had a whole storyline where this lad called Bomed um, was always on about, he had to go back and look after his mum and his mate finally went round after months and his mum was a dead corpse just <laughs> on the sofa where she died and he'd like kept coming and bringing her cups of tea and biscuits. <laughs> you know, she never eats anything. Oh, oh I love, I, I've seen one season of Hollyoaks, but uh, that's enough. Yeah, I, I, I used I to watch think... it when I didn't have a life. Yeah, it was on uh, the same for me because it was on uh, Norwegian television when Norwegian television was just one channel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, such a bad show. Uh, against Barney and Friends, that is uh, Luke's pick. And uh, yeah, what is Barney and Friends for people that? haven't lived that were born in the last two years um yeah. barney is a purple anthropomorphic dinosaur who conveys educational messages through song and dance uh <laughs> with a friendly optimistic attitude and i didn't know this but until uh this week but it the revival for the series is set for 2017 oh yay <laughs> barney's back but uh, you know, I love you, and you love me, and we're together we are a family. family with a great big hug and a kiss from you to me. Say that you love me too. <laughs> <sighs> so, what's your beef with Barney? Uh, it's crap. It's crap no. all the way around. <laughs> it's yeah, it's no okay. educational value even for children or anything like that. It's okay. It does a little bit. Yeah. Sometimes. I, I don't agree with this pick at all. I, like I remember. Barney. I've only been to the Here, States once. Me, I'll but... read a quote real quick. Uh, his show... His show... Shows do not assist children in learning to deal with negative feelings or emotions. As one commentator put it, the real danger from Barney is denial. <laughs> the refusal to recognize the existence of unpleasant realities. Uh, yeah, but you think... don't, when you're three, you don't really need to be thinking yeah. outside the box. Yeah. That's not what you need. You don't need to be, you know, you don't sit them in front I... of the news and be like, look, Syria's been bombed again. See those children? They're your age. You <laughs> I don't... agree. With... <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But it does, uh, it's just crap because it also doesn't teach anything to kids. Okay. So it's just my mindless drivel, in my opinion. Uh... But, uh, Barney offers our children a one-dimensional oh, yeah. world where every th- everyone must be happy and everything must be resolved right away. Ah, who cares? <laughs> Sorry, Luke. <laughs> I think it's mindless garbage, but I I, I think it's okay. Yeah, it's on I think the level it's... Of <laughs> no, oh, no, it's not. No, 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 no not no, at no. all. No, not at all. At least Barney tries to teach you how to be friends, yeah. even if it is in a very yeah. strange way that isn't very realistic. I, I agree. Uh, Taylor, 
Hollyoaks, yeah. I guess. And because I, uh, I quite like Barney. Yeah. And I remember being a child and going over to the States and, you know, we had American telly, so I wanted to see everything. Got to a kids' channel and there was Barney. Heard about him, never seen him. And I quite enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, Luke, what are you going to vote for? Uh, it doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> but yeah, I would probably who knows? Sweaty. Who knows? Maybe I will switch it up and say Barney and Friends. No, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say yeah, uh, yeah, Holy Oaks. <laughs> so we have Ghost Adventures against Gotham. Tilly. Ooh. Oh. Gotham. Luke. Ghost Adventures. And Fro is going to say Gotham. Then we have the briefcase against Nightman. Luke. Oh, Nightman, definitely. I'm going to say the briefcase. Tilly. I think the briefcase. The briefcase goes on. Horrible to people. (laughs) Then we have Border Town. Uh... Uh, against Hollyoaks, uh, Tilly. Hollyoaks. Luke. Um, uh, Hollyoaks for how long it's been on. Yep, <laughs> and uh, it's three for three. I'm not going to say Border Town because Hollyoaks is so much worse than Hollyoaks. No, Hollyoaks is so much worse than Border Town. Sorry. So, we have the finalists. Gotham, The Briefcase, and Holy Hooks. Oh my god. Three really different shows. (laughs) They are. They're pretty spread apart. Uh, Luke, who wins uh, from Gotham and The Briefcase? Uh, The Briefcase, for me. Uh, Tilly? Hmm... Oh, this one's really hard. I'm going to go with the one that's horrible on a human scale, so I'll, I'll go yeah. with the briefcase. And I'm going with the briefcase as well. It really is horrible on like a human emotional level. Yeah, yeah. it is. Then we have the briefcase against Hollyoaks. Luke. Oh. This one's harder than the last yeah. one. Um, it is. I think I'm because see the people in Hollyoaks are just as terrible people as the game is of the briefcase I guess I'm going to go with the briefcase I'm backing Hollyoaks and we have a winner because I'm going with the briefcase the briefcase wins it it is the worst TV show yep it's the last matchup for fun uh, yep. Gotham versus Hollyoaks. What would you have picked, Fro? Oh, Hollyoaks. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I would have gone Hollyoaks as well. Yeah. <laughs> Just to see what we would have done. Yep. Yeah. Mm. So Hollyoaks is a definite second. It is definitely second, and and Gotham is a good third. Yeah. Right. Definitely. But yeah, the briefcase. Such a horrible show. On every level, like yeah. emotional, humanal. We don't want to watch horrible things. We want to watch things that are a bit bit nice. Yeah. Like the the, pro- the real problem with it is like it tries to make itself 
uh, tries to make it it seem like it's a good it's being a good yeah. game yeah where it's trying to help these people but yes. really it's just like being super Exploding. mean exploding yeah. it's so mean and ugh hate that show it's just um, exploitation yeah I'm so happy that 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 one um, if you could pick one that you wanted to win Luke. Uh, uh, I probably would have gone Nightman. Uh, Tiller? Mm. Camp WWE. And the worst uh, is actually the briefcase for me, so <laughs> I, I'm happy. Yeah. It's the, yeah, it's the worst thing I picked. So, then we move on to the trailer for Mechanic nope, Resurrection. We're to do movie round. Oh, uh, nope. sorry. Nope, you're wrong. You're incredibly wrong. <laughs> Actually, uh, <laughs> we have so, to get off TV uh, real quick. We have tons of good TV coming out in the next month and a half. Uh, it's all the new good TV shows coming out uh, September, yep. October, so... Next few months, we're going to have a lot of new good TV or new bad TV coming up. And we have now uh, decided for what we are going to do for the review segment. Will you tell the audience? What are we doing? Uh, let's wait and make make it a little more surprising. But Ooh. yeah, we've decided what we're going to do after we finish Brain Dead. So. Ooh. Can we tease it that it has... Kind of a connection to something? Uh, no, let's not. Okay. I think we've decided what, what we're going to do, but uh, let's wait until uh, next week or the week after. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> have you seen the TV? Have you, have you seen it on the TV? Uh, we talked too much about TV. Uh, have you seen a movie this week, Tilly? No, I've been too busy watching Bad Girls Club. <laughs> Good answer. And the correct have, answer. Do they have a Bad Girls Club, the movie, yet? <laughs> no, sadly not. I would watch that. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> not yet. She, she said wishfully. Uh, Luke, have you seen a movie this week? Uh, yeah, I saw Alice Through the Looking Glass, finally. Me too. Um, I've realized why people don't like the first one, and I think I, I didn't like part of... I really like this movie, but the girl who plays the main character just takes away from this movie because everybody oh, yeah. else the animation is great all the other actors are really like you know high uh quality just really good actors and then she's yeah. there just stinking up the place so yeah <laughs> i totally agree i i thought this was worse than the first movie uh i would put them well yeah it was, but it, it also is a diff- just a whole different story. So they didn't yeah. really try to connect them as much as I would have liked to have seen the connections. I uh, agree. Especially at the beginning, with yeah. the whole ship thing and all that. Especially um, then. But yeah, it's still fun, and the animation was really great. So. I, what oh, would you give Barrett it? Cohen was really, really yeah. fun. Yeah, he, he was the best thing in the movie. He was the best what part would, of the whole film. Yeah. What would you give it? Oh, out of five, uh, probably a two and a half. Yeah, I'm right behind you on the two. For me, it's it's worse than that. You haven't still haven't watched Thirteen Cameras, Tilly? No, 
I still no. haven't. No. That you should. Uh, I haven't watched the movie this week. He said, and lied. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did I watch? No, that was last week. I told you that I watched Suicide Squad and hated it. Oh. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't watched anything after Suicide Squad actually. So let's just move on to the movie we're talking about this week, and then it's called Mechanic Resurrection. Hey, and helicopter and Jason Statham. Straight away, we know it's one of those. Yeah. Jason Statham climbing up a building. He's doing what that guy did on Trump Tower. I uh, am super. I'm super excited for this. I can't wait. I was wait. more excited about the Trump Tower guy. The, how did he get from the helicopter to underneath the pool? What happened just now? <laughs> did he teleport? Mm. And the pool could apparently take all that water with the glass bottom, but as soon as he touches the bottom of it, it starts cracking. He used. They would have reinforced the plastic. Oh, did he? Glass with some type of plastic. Yeah, he used the drill. Come on. Uh, Don't be so negative to a movie. I really want to see. I've been waiting too long to get even with you. Do you want to see it because you think it's got a good storyline? No. Good. I want to see Jessica Alba. I haven't seen her in like million years. What happened to her? She stopped yeah. making movies for a while? Yeah. I want to see this because it's a Jason Statham movie. That's why. I can understand that. But Jones it... with a soul patch. Like, okay, I, I will actually say this. Jason Statham has never made a bad movie. Mm. He's, he's been in a few, I, I reckon. Give me a bad movie. Oh my gosh, Jason Statham has a shirt off in a movie. Brand new. <laughs> Somebody call the presses. Stop them. Come on. Yeah, but they're all just very samey. It's oh, girls fighting back, girls diving, he's jumping out of the window of a boat. Oh my gosh, the female protagonist in this film is really good at karate? That's surprising for a film like No, 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 no. I'm not listening to you guys. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, I think I know where Jessica Alba's been. I've just seen a proper shot of her face, and she's clearly been having surgery because she looks younger than the last time I saw her. <laughs> a bad guy has a female Asian henchman? What? That, that is brand new. Uh, stuff. Completely you out of box thinking, isn't it? Two jerks. I hate you both. <laughs> so, living under cover in Brazil, master assassin Arthur Bishop, played by Jason Statham, springs back into action after his old enemy. Sam Hazeldine uh, kidnaps the woman Jessica Alba he loves. But she's so good at karate. Oh, come on! This is at 21% on Rotten Tomatoes and 6 out of 10 on IMDb. Watch out or I will take the flight from Copenhagen and beat you both. Bring it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm too lazy. Uh, Tilly, where did you find your one-star review that you're going to read and I'm going to hate because it's a one-star review? I found my half-a-star review (laughs) on Rotten Tomatoes from Ed A. And he said, Had the misfortune to see the new Jason Statham, Jessica Alba movie, Mechanic Resurrection, this evening. I've never really posted a movie review before, but I feel I need to purge. 
It was so bad that my girlfriend and I vowed to not even discuss it afterwards for fear of losing more IQ points. To quote Jen. (laughs) (laughs) To quote Jen, this movie was less believable than Sharknado. Please, I urge you not to waste your hard-earned money on this ridiculousness. When it comes out on Redbox, still avoid it and tip the box over so that no one else can rent it. If Jason Statham shows up at your front door with a bag of popcorn and a DVD of it, grab the popcorn and shut the door on him. When it eventually plays on cable, DVR it and then skip the movie parts and watch the commercials. You'll be more entertained and less likely to want to shoot your TV a la Elvis for all the plot holes and ludicrous action shenanigans. Wow. He wasn't very impressed. Uh, my uh, four and a half star <laughs> review from <laughs> um, Rotten Tomatoes uh, and Flint P says this. If you want Jason Statham being all Jason statham this is the movie for you. Not as good as the original, but plenty of fun. Beautiful location all across the world. A fairly paint by numbers plot, but fun and predictable action. If you want badass, then it's badass. You'll get. And honestly, isn't that uh, what everybody wants from a Jason Statham movie? Question mark. And I say yes. That is what I want from a Jason Statham movie. Ah, but you're a Jason Statham fan. If you're not a Jason Statham fan, and then you look at this movie from that perspective, it's a whole different story. I don't care, because I like him. (laughs) 21% 21% from. Uh, I got mine from the Facebook page. Uh, this movie had no online uh, presence, it seems. There was, like, nobody uh, posting anything on their Facebook page at all. Um, but I got a positive one and a negative one, and they're both kind of short. So which okay. one do you want first, positive or negative? Uh, and negative. All right. From Jason Balzer. So that's a good name. Other than a couple of... Jessica Alba bikini scenes this movie sucked don't waste your (laughs) money on this movie wait for it to come out on DVD or Netflix Okay. that last part doesn't make any sense when you think about it it says don't waste your money on this but buy it on DVD or pay for Netflix this guy's smart and then the positive one from Linda Butt (laughs) Butte it's spelled B-U-O-T-E just got home from seeing it but so we have Balzer and Butt uh, I just got home from seeing it. I thought it was great. Status is he still got it. The man is very easy to look at. Carry on. <laughs> uh, I will give me you my favorite suggestions to the movies, and you can see see say if you liked it or not. Uh, Crank. I liked it, but not the second one. Yeah. Which uh, one was that one? The, the second one was horrible. Going? Oh yeah. 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 Okay, I did like that. Yeah. Uh, I really didn't like Crank 2. That was horrible. Snatch. Snatch is like Snatch. Very, yeah, amazing. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's uh, my next one. That's uh, a he was in, one, but that was a long time ago. He was in Lockstocking 2. A long time ago. Right. But he was still in it. Yeah, I know, but, you know, if you you that's go from those longer, amazing longer ones. Ago, yeah. yeah, you go from the amazing ones, you know, lock, stock, snatch, all that lot. But, but I liked so the Transporter tra- 4. Yeah, or Transporter yeah. I liked. Uh, 
One, two, and three was good, yeah. One, two, and three was good. I did not like the last one. Um, so there's even a Jason Statham movie that you don't like. Death Race. And you like them just because he's in them. Yeah, Death Race is underrated, I think. That was terrible. I hated that movie. Uh, the Expendables uh, is underrated. Crap. I like that. Meh. Spy? Oh, Spy was really good. That was a fun movie. Never seen Again, it. Again, that went under my radar. Oh. Crap, crap title, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I like. But uh, it's it's with uh, that girl uh, that's really funny that uh, is in, sadly, the new uh, Ghostbusters. Uh, Which one? Yeah, there's um, all... I think. Uh, isn't, it got the 94 on the Rotten Tomatoes, by the way. Uh, Melissa McCartney. Isn't she in the new Ghostbusters? Oh, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Uh, I believe so. Right? Yeah. I think so. But yeah, uh, Fast and the Furious <laughs> 6 and 7. No. Nope. Yep. Love, love those movies. Well, maybe you've seen if we liked them or not, so no. <laughs> Gnome and Juliet was really cute. Gnomeo and Juliet. Yeah, Gnomeet and Juliet. Yes, love that. Yeah, no, I didn't. I don't think I watched that. I knew, I knew when it came out because yeah. it had Ozzy Osbourne in it, didn't it? Yeah, he was terrible in The Pink Panther. He was per- terrible in The Name of the King. Uh, such a bad movie. Ugh. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. I get to talk about Jason Statham all night. All night long. All night Maybe you could do your own like Jason Statham podcast. Where yeah. You just talk about him. What should the name of what should the name of that be, uh, Toy? Mm, Jason Statham on your face. <laughs> yes, that sounds like a horribly good movie uh, yeah. podcast. Yeah. See. Hey, Jason Statham's lost. Uh, t-shirt that's what we call it <laughs> hey luke let's talk about brain dead previously on brain dead there's hardly anyone who's acting normal anymore red wants to stir things up with syria and start a war ella's drawing pictures of the doe-eyed baby seals that make her sad this is what a baby seal looks like laurel can't understand why luke's such a philanderer his wife is pregnant, he should be a better man to her. Their father is infected too, and proud of it, and Laurel's ripping mad. No one will talk about it, even Gareth's frozen out of Red's War Room SRV 54. When you're a conservative, it's not easy to forgive the time she hanky panked with Michael Moore. Yeah. I want to turn your swing state all blue. Oh, yeah. Treat me like Flint, Michigan. Just because you love him doesn't mean you have to marry him. You can still have sexy times in an empty planetarium. Bits of the special prosecutor's brains are everywhere. Important note to self, remind me not to use Red's Tupperware. So that was the brain dead intro this week. Uh, funny as always. I like this one. 
since I haven't seen it. Roots. Yeah. Yeah. Since I haven't seen it, I can say it was funny. <laughs> I really liked no, right. it. You haven't seen it. So, yeah. <laughs> I haven't yeah. seen this episode of Brandad. So I'm going to shut up and you to talk about it. Okay. So you just listen, I guess. Maybe mm-hmm. chime in if you got like an opinion or something. But Again, I can say, mm-hmm, that sounds interesting. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, oh, we're going to spoil yeah. everything for him. Uh, that's a good point. We are kind of going to spoil this for you, Fro, but whatever. Well, too bad. So we had the intro music, opening song, like we always do. Uh, we open in Laurel's office. Um, uh, really, actually, we open in this like documentary, uh, but it's Laurel watching a documentary. And it's very the YouTube-looking documentary where they have like the TV uh, overlay. And then inside the TV, there's a uh, the like footage of wars and things like that happening, uh, like outfoxed that movie kind of. Um, a really and, good documentary, by the way. Right, and it's got like I said the 1950s TV overlay happening, and it, then it starts talking about the the one percent and how they're trying to fund wars around the world, and. We go. Uh, Luke walks into Laurel's office and says uh, that this is a documentary he's funding for propaganda um, against the Republicans, and that Luke wants Laurel to give the filmmaker who made this notes because, as we know, Laurel is a filmmaker. So we go to Red's office, um, and we have uh, the Nowhere. If you remember them, the uh, leader of of. Uh, the one wares, which is the lady. Um, remember the episode where the lady and the guy, they uh, were had opposite apartments or apartments next to each other, and they both got bugs in their brain. And then they both ended up ramming each other with cars. Right. <laughs> this is this is the lady from that. And then uh, in a second, uh, Red. Well, Red says to her, uh, "I'm bringing in some people to meet you." And, and this lady, he calls her Jane, but her name's Jules. I think it's funny that. Red always gets everybody's name wrong in the show. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I think he does it on purpose to undermine them. Sometimes, but other times I'm like, I just think he doesn't he doesn't care or he doesn't know their name. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe it's the bugs. Uh, one or the other. Oh yeah, they could have taken that bit of his brain. Name right. memory could've recognition thing. Or, yeah, or ta- it or it's destroyed or like not functioning properly, whatever. But he says to Jules, uh just hold your breath for a second. And she goes, <gasps> and he goes, not literally. <laughs> and she lets out of there. <laughs> really? Because this, this yeah. lady has bugs in her brains, and she's extremely not bright. Uh, yeah, she's time. super subservient, but very, uh, you know when Stewie made a clone of himself but dumbed it down a bit? Yeah. She was kind of like that. Right. <laughs> she's like looking at him like confused by every word he says, kind of. But, uh... Ella walks into the office with um, our crazy guy that attacked Laurel, uh, who we find out is named Noah, which I guess we knew that before. But And he's the leader of the Nowheres. So we have the Onewares leader and the Nowheres leader in Red's office with Ella and Red. And Ella and Red convinced these two to work together. Uh, because as Red says, the enemy's really? not here. The enemy's out there. But it's kind of strange because they were neighbors, and now they are bringing them together as well. 
Well, as you know, uh, this one way or group was just made up by Red as astroturfing to try to right. mess with the uh, Democrats, and it's the same for the but, for the nowhere. Uh, uh, since I haven't uh, seen the episode, I have a question. Uh, uh, is it clear that they know of the bug thing as well in this? No, it seems like they have no idea that they have yeah, bugs in no. this thing. Yeah. I think they wouldn't be important enough to know about it. I think if they found out about it, they'd probably get exploded brains. Right. Because they're just they're just pawns. They're just being used for the well, the gain of the Republican guy, the, the Democrat right. bird, and yeah, bugs. <laughs> for the yeah, they seem to be just pawns. Like they they don't seem to have any knowledge that they're being used. But but yeah, Ella and Red are like. Uh, there was a funny part here where uh, Ella says, yeah, you're the devil. And Red says, and she's a huge bitch. But we get along sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, right at the end, right at the end, like I said, uh, Red turns around and looks outside and says, the enemy's out there. And then there's this shot where it's like pauses on Red's face and he growls like a dog for a second. Yeah, what was the deal bit. with that? Yeah. By the way, what are you doing, Monk? Some random Twitter news. Eva Marie has changed her hair color to black. Tell me when she shaves what? it off. What? What? Why? Why would you change? Okay, whatever. Why are we bringing Eva Marie into Brain Dead? Uh, well, it fits together. I suppose, of. yeah. In a way, yeah. Del Rio also some... is not coming back to WWE. What? Yeah, I saw that today too. Del Rio Where? uh through so I saw that somebody had talked to his lawyer and that his lawyer said that he's not going to renew his contract. So Ooh. And his contract is up at the end of the 30 days, so he'll he's not coming back. Ah, uh, but let's go back to Brain Dead. After uh that scene, we go to the committee hearing. We go back to the committee hearing and Luke and Red are arguing about the war again. And Laurel and Gareth kind of get together in the back of the room, and they haven't talked since their fight in the last episode. And they, uh, some protesters interrupt the hearing, and you find out it's Jules and Noah. And they're both protesting to vote for the war together. They're both holding a big giant sign that says vote for the war on it. Which is uh, strange in itself, just seeing it. Right. It's just it's, a weird image. Who, prote- who protests for the war? That's not. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Um, so Gareth uh, tells Laurel that these two were in Red's office with, and that Ello is there. So uh, Laurel leaves and she goes and tell, uh, she tells Luke about um, what's been going on in Red's office and how El- he's working with Ella and these two protesters. And when they get back to the office, the filmmaker from the first scene, he uh, he's there in Laurel's office. And Laurel knows him somehow, we find out. And we find out that she went to film school with this guy. And now now he's a famous filmmaker. But Luke doesn't want the parts about the 1% in the, do- in the documentary. He wants yeah. it to be more about the extremist groups uh, and Red. And, and war, not uh, going starting... to war. Right. 
which uh, I don't know what this one percent percenters part had to do with anything except for just pointing out that um, this is how Laurel used to be kind of is the way that this guy is. And she's kind of slowly turning into more of a politician, it seems like. Yeah. Or did you think, Tilly, that this guy maybe had bugs in his brain? I thought that this guy had just got his own agenda and was pushing it. Okay, yeah. Because it happens a lot, especially, you know, if he's been called in and he thinks he's big and clever, which he obviously did. Right, he thinks he's the hot hot stuff, yeah. Yeah, and that was, it was his agenda that he wanted to push forward rather than actually listening to the job that he'd been given. But I don't know, he could have had bugs in his brain because that's kind of what they do, isn't it? Yeah, that's. I was kind of wondering about it uh, throughout this whole film, this whole episode, whether he did or not. But this guy made some famous movie about fracking, I guess. And um, they these two talk about the movie, and Laurel says she's going to give him notes. So Laurel uh, leaves. Uh, oh, there's a loud noise in the other room, in the other office, and she goes into the main room where Scarlet is, and the nowhere Noah is there and he's arguing with Luke uh, as Luke is like having him thrown out by security. And he's got this uh, weird uh, what tote bag that he's been carrying around since the last scene. And he's still holding it for some reason. Uh, yeah, like Luke a... calls. Oh, go ahead. So yeah, he's just, he's, he's very protective over it, isn't he? Yeah. He likes, likes his bag. He's holding it like, right next to his chest with both hands all the time through this whole episode. And we never find out what's inside this tote bag, even at the end of this episode. So Luke calls uh, the chairwoman uh, to discuss uh, red astroturfing, uh, meaning uh, talk about the that red has been working with these protesters and that they're not real. And she kind of dismisses Luke and we go into her office and she's meeting with Jules and says, well, what do, what do you have to convince me to vote for the war? So now maybe the chairwoman is turning on Luke. So Laurel, we go back to Laurel's office and Luke's wife comes in to Laurel's office and she's pregnant still. And she wants to f- talk to Laurel about Luke and about whether or not he's cheating on her because didn't she find out? She, I mean, she knows that Luke was cheating on her, but she she thinks that he's still cheating on her. So yeah, yeah. Well, she's she's been with him a long time, hasn't she? And he said that he was and she's got they've got a with baby with his sister. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we know that she found out about Scarlet at some point because we had that whole episode where she was breaking that breaking down, crying, and everything. Um, but she's still with him, I guess, and uh. She the baby kicks and you could see that the wife is really like um, in discomfort because of this baby kick like a couple of times and she says that the baby kicks really hard every time uh, Donald Trump is on TV. So every yeah. time the news the, the news is on the TV on the wall and every time it cuts from uh, Rachel Maddow clone to Trump the baby will kick and it'll go back to the Rachel Maddow clown and it'll stop kicking back to Trump. It'll start kicking. So, uh, Laurel instantly thinks, Oh my gosh, this bug baby's got bugs in his brain. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So she rushes, she rushes really the wife to the hospital. So we get our 
uh, brain dead title screen, and we are in the hospital, and Laurel is on the phone with the uh, director of the documentary. His name's Ben, and she says, uh, "Oh, they make a, a date to meet up to talk about the documentary later." And Laurel talks with the doctor about the baby, and she's obviously kind of fishing around to like find out what kind of tests you can do to look at a baby's brain while it's still inside uh, the mother and that's a very strange question to ask of like uh, you know a doctor in a hospital obviously yeah and she's not even masking it like oh well you know our family has a history of babies being born with parts of their brain missing or something she doesn't use any of that she's just freaking out right so uh we go into the other room and Laurel talking to Luke because he's at the hospital now with, with his wife and uh, tells uh, Laurel tells Luke about his wife uh, suspecting him of cheating. And Laurel's uh, Luke's wife had told Laurel that uh, Luke said that he was with Laurel the night before, but he wasn't with Laurel. And so Laurel kind of had to kind of lie for him. And so she's upset with Luke for having to like lie for him for because he's cheating on his wife. Yeah, that, oh, I wouldn't stand for that. Bro, you are making a lot of noise in the background. Sorry. Yep. Um, so Laurel meets up meets up with Ben, the director. On I just wrote the film set, but it kind of looks like an office building of some type, right? Yeah. Yeah. We'll call it the it, film set, though. Okay. And there, uh, Laurel walks in and. Ben is interviewing Gareth, like under these lights, you know, about uh, the one wares and whether Red's office has been funding these uh, extremist groups. But he's uh, Ben starts kind of getting a little too hard on Gareth, like he's pressing him and Laurel stops the interview and Gareth leaves. And this is guy. Ben seems like like uh, Tilly said, he's kind of got his own agenda. Yeah, because he starts on about the one percent again as well. Right, and he, he says something at after the guy leaves like to Laurel about um, you can't go easy on them because uh, they're the other side, and if we go easy on them, you're hurting the movement, is what he says. The reason why I was making so much noise is because I'm so emotionally connected to Eva Marie's hair color. <laughs> Apparently you care a lot about this, bro, because you posted two different things about it. But Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's her whole branding and everything. Why would she do that? That's the it's dumbest. So... This is what she wanted originally, though. When she started, like when she came into Total Divas, she didn't want to. They wanted her blonde, and she refused to go blonde. That's why she went red. But she wanted to stay her natural color, which is black because she's Italian. Really? Yeah. Is that her natural? Okay. Yeah. This is well. She's dyed it, obviously, because you have to she dye it. Dyed it to it, her but... natural color. Yeah. So right. Sense. And I tried to find some gossip about her returning or not, but I did not find that. I want her to all of a sudden be pregnant. That's why she dyed her hair. <laughs> she's not supposed to dye her hair when you're pregnant. She's on suspension, bro, so she's not coming back until after that. I know. Oh, do but we know you... what she did? Adderall. Adderall, yeah. <laughs> Same thing as like everyone else. Yeah. Well, no, because. They never revealed what Paige or Del Rio did, but I did see that whatever they were suspended for, it wasn't the same thing. No. Like, the two isn't, of them were... Isn't that kind of weird? They are together, and they got suspended for two different things? 
I don't think it's that weird. But I mean, they haven't been together that much because they're on two. They were on two different shows and everything. So yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> well, we're not going to see Del Rio anymore, so it doesn't matter. Um, they can what? spend all the time they want together now. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I just it's... talked about that, bro. <laughs> we just talked about it like five minutes ago. I know he's been suspended. No, we just talked about this. I said he's not coming back. He's, they said oh, through his lawyer he's that... not coming back. Yeah. Well, I thought you said Eva Marie isn't coming back. Oh, no, Eva Marie's going to be. She's not leaving. Ah, yeah. I misunderstood your look. Sorry. Oh, okay. I thought I made it pretty clear, but... Let's go back to I'm brain. stupid. Come on. I'm brain dead. <laughs> Apparently uh, not listening closely enough. Um, where were Aww. we? Oh, uh, I feel, Gareth, you... wa- Gareth walked off the film set, right? That's where we were. Yeah. So we go to Luke's office. And Luke is trying to, like, break off, uh, break things off with one of the people, one of the women he's been sleeping with, cheating on his wife with. And, uh. He tries really hard, but she's, like, coming on to him, and then he kind of, like, breaks down because he's weak-willed, and he starts making out with her, and I figure he probably sleeps with her right here. That's what it seems yeah. like. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a, a, what a, happened. a yeah. definite, yeah. Uh, so we go to Gareth's office, and Laurel comes in and apologizes to Gareth about uh, the interview with Ben, and Laurel and Gareth go for a walk. Um, and Gareth basically says they can't be together because they're, you know, they live in two different worlds. One of them's a Republican, one of them's a de- Democrat, and their jobs are just uh, too, too much to have a relationship because it just doesn't work. It's all a bit too Romeo and Juliet to actually work. Right, and it, the funny thing uh, from the last episode, it's you know, uh, Laurel was. Definitely broken up with Gareth. And now it seems like Laurel wants to get back together with him. She realized she still cares for him. And now Gareth's going, eh, I don't think this is going to work. Yeah. So we go back to the hospital uh, with the ba- with the, um, with the wife, uh, the pregnant wife. And the doctor takes Laurel in- into the hallway uh, to tell her something. And the doctor tells her that. Uh, Laurel is the reason that the baby is freaking out and that it's because Laurel is stressing out the mother trying to convince, like, telling her that there's something wrong. Which yes, saying you're Laurel worrying just t- tell her this today? So, I don't know how that those two things would even connect because wouldn't she have, have, have to have been bothering about it for, like, weeks for that to be... Mm, no, not if um, if you pregnant you pretty much if you say you know there's something not right they will get you in and do tests but i'm saying like laurel just told her that she had a like was like just today because of the kicking was the reason she said oh like there might be a problem yeah so but it was because of the of, amount of pain that what's her face was in and she was like this is right. not normal you need but to the doctor's, go now doctor saying that she's she's stressing her out so the diagnosis doesn't make sense to begin with. What well, do no. Think? Stress wouldn't make the baby kick harder. <laughs> well, not only that, but the baby was kicking before uh, Laurel ever said anything to the wife. So she couldn't have been the reason for it. You see what I'm yeah, saying? I see what you're yeah. saying. I say it now. Yes. 
but the doctors uh, after this, the doctor walks away. Laurel goes back into the room, but here's something in the hallway. She peeks her head out to see the doctor walking away, pulls his cell phone out, and the cell phone ringtone is, you might think, by the cars. Yeah, that that was one of those moments. That was a creepy like that. moment. It was really well yeah. done. Uh, so Laurel goes uh, to to Rochelle to ask about this doctor and tells Rochelle about the ringtone. And Rochelle is like, are you convinced that everybody who listens to that song has bugs in their brain? Yeah, this got me worried about her now. Yeah, for a second, yeah, it did kind of seem like maybe Rochelle had gotten bugged. But we haven't yeah. seen anything of that at this point. So Yeah, but um, we didn't see anything with Luke and, uh, Luke and Laurel's dad. We just know that it happened. At some point. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so we go to this hotel room, and Luke is sleeping with yet another person. <laughs> like, this isn't even the same woman that we saw in the office. This is some other lady that he's sleeping with now in a hotel room. He's a man whore. He's cheated on his wife twice today, and she's a pregnant woman in the hospital. He's kind yeah, of While he's ending Locked things. He's ending yeah. things and then not being able to say, no, go away. I was like, dead. kind of like, oh my gosh, why are they making Luke such a big, giant, huge jerk? And then I realized maybe the reason that he's sleeping with all these people is to make the point when he does get bugs in his brain, people, Laurel will know because he's not sleeping with a whole ton of people. You know? And he's, there are guys out there that once they're, because he's in a position of power, so girls will throw themselves at him because he's attractive, he's got money, he's in a position of power, but he's not strong right. enough to say no. He doesn't know how to say no. He's got to go go in for his urges. There's women like it out there as well. But that but it's, it, it's kind of strange because I feel like he's one of the only ones that actually needs those fucking bugs in his brain. Yeah, sort <laughs> like, him out a bit. Yeah, he well, would like dad, settle guess, down yeah. and yeah. It's not really helped his dad though. He's still as schemy as ever. Well, his dad would be dead in six months if he didn't have the bugs. So Right. That. Yeah, um, but maybe less schemey. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. <laughs> no, he was... Yeah, the guy was still a politician before he got the bugs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so where were we? We go to... Uh, oh, right. We go back to the film set. Um, after the hotel room. Uh, with Ben... Uh, and he's asking Laurel to be a camera person for this interview... For some reason, because he doesn't have his cameraman there, and uh, we find out they're they're interviewing Noah, the one the nowhere, <laughs> no way Noah, right? And he's got the tote bag still around his shoulder, and he's holding it like I don't know how to. It's like he's got the nuclear football, and he won't let it go. Basically, yeah. I um, thought the new iPhone, and he was going on a subway or something. Yeah, he's got like a million dollars in that thing, and he's and he's going on, on <laughs> yeah. the New York subway. Yeah, he is That's not what go. it looks like. He's holding it like it's just his favorite bag, all right. <laughs> and in the scene, they say because remember we had the whole scene where he attacked Laurel with the butcher knife. Yeah. Uh, in the scene, Ben does say that uh, they checked the tote bag and that there's not a knife in it. So. Uh, ben seems to know what's in the bag, but we don't find out what's in this tote bag yet. So we go, um, oh, right, uh, Ben, like, asks him a question, and he riles up Noah to the point that Noah jumps on him and attacks him 
and we go to Laurel's office, and Ben and is Ben and Laurel are disagreeing with the ethics of making a documentary film. Basically, her saying like, "Are you sure you're not like pushing it too far? You wanted to get that kind of reaction out of him." Yeah, but you, I don't you know if that's that like, reaction. Right, exactly. That's not really natural because you made it happen. Right. Uh, you tricked a crazy person into attacking you is what just happened. And Ben's like, yeah. that's documentary filmmaking. <laughs> uh, so we go to Luke's office and Luke's dad is there. Luke and Laurel's dad, of course. And, and they're talking about the, the war and his dad still wants Luke to vote uh, for the war. And dad, his dad suggests that uh, he, Luke should look out for himself because uh, he could become president one day. That's kind of what he insinuates. Yeah, that big white house over there could be yours. So we go back to the documentary now. I guess this is the updated version of the documentary. And we get riot footage and like uh, clips of Gareth and Noah's interviews in it now. But then it goes right back to talking about the 1%, which is what <laughs> Laurel said she didn't want this guy to have in the documentary. Which, surely, if you're making a documentary for somebody, you have to actually listen to them when they say, like, no, we don't want that. This guy doesn't seem to care what's in the documentary at all, and we'll get much more into that <laughs> towards the end. Yeah. He doesn't seem to give a crap what's in it at all. He just wants the, the, to make it and have the, the name his name on it. Uh, can I ask you, since I haven't seen this, is it signs that he has... Uh, like we said earlier, we're not 100%. So, no. Yeah, I asked Tilly that uh, at the beginning, and we're, we're it could be, or it could just be that this guy is, you know, um, really extremist, one of those <laughs> uh, liberal documentary filmmaker. You know, so right. It could be that his bugs, or it could just be that this is how he actually acts because that's who he is. So yeah, I think if he tell, had bugs, it would get indication. So yeah, if he had bugs, he'd be you know taking the stand of one of the bug teams if you get what i mean well he's both very, pro war like, uh yeah i guess that's true and but he doesn't he still says against the war he just goes on about this one percent still a thing. very extremist type liberal side of things so yeah it does he's the kind of guy that would go and bomb wall street uh yeah, well maybe not bomb it but yeah no, but if he could if he could get away with it he would right uh so where were we? Oh, right. So uh, Laurel, uh, we're it's Laurel watch, watching this documentary still, and Ben. She comes out to talk to Ben about the documentary, and they're still disagreeing about this whole one percent thing that he will not get out of this documentary for some reason. So Ben says, "Well, let's just give it to your brother and see what he thinks." But Laurel knows that. Luke is the one that said he didn't want the 1% thing in, in the first place. So Ben is just not listening to reason here. Is this when he says, when she says, like, I'm, I'm here to give you notes? Or he said you wanted me to, to give you notes? And he's like, right. yeah, well, I needed a new opinion, so let's go and get one. Right. He's kind of saying, like, what you think doesn't matter because Luke is the one paying me, not you. You're just yeah. an in-between person. And on the documentary, we see uh, the Gareth interview, and he's talking about how, uh, yeah, these extremist groups get funding. Why does it matter if the funding comes from my office or somewhere else? And at this point, Laurel realizes that Gareth knows about um, the astroturfing and everything. So uh, she kind of seems like 
she's not super happy with Gareth about this. Uh, Rochelle calls her, and the baby is now on its way. So uh, she wants Rochelle wants Laurel and Luke to get to the hospital, but nobody can find Luke because guess what? He's sleeping with some lady in a hotel room. <laughs> What's the surprise? Right. So you mean so we go breaking up with some lady in a hotel room? <laughs> after sleeping with her and then taking yeah. her number, even though yeah he broke up. Yeah, he does a breakup with them, then he sleeps with them one last time, and then he takes their number so he can do it again later. So uh, the baby's been born and they're in the hospital and Laurel still is kind of paranoid that this baby has bugs in its brain, right? So Rochelle pulls her out of the room because she's acting all crazy in front of the mother. Um, And Rochelle is convinced that the baby's fine because she did CAT scans and all these other things or a a bunch of other stuff. The ultrasound was done by that guy and she did like blood tests and things and checked, but she didn't actually get the chance to see... Um, the results of the ultrasound. Right. Hmm. The doctor just the doctor's notes. Yeah, the yeah. doctor just gave her the notes of it. So yeah. Um, and as we know, the doctor has bugs in his brain. Uh, mm-hmm. And Luke's wife is clearly mad at Luke. Um, and Laurel asks to hold the baby, and uh, we get a close up of the baby, um, you know, doing its baby wiggly thing. And, yeah, this is not uh, a newborn baby. No, just have to say that that is not a newborn. <laughs> right? Yeah, not even close. Um, no, it's a smiling, giggling three-month-old. We never get any like birth scene. It goes straight from oh, the baby's coming to her holding the baby after yeah. birth. So, um, which really we don't need that in this uh, show because it's not yeah. part of the story. But we go to Luke's office, and Luke um, tells Laura that he's tried to quit cheating, but he just he can't. Like it's. He's, you know, it's an addiction to him, obviously. Mm. Uh, but Laurel says, you just got to get, get get it through your head. You have a kid now and a wife, and you need to like, those need to be, like, priority number one. Yeah, um, just keep it in your pants. It's not that hard. Right. Just don't open exactly. your pants. Don't go to bars and pick up chicks is, like, yeah. one of her arguments. <laughs> and don't meet like, them oh. in hotel rooms. Yeah, <laughs> Luke's looking at her all confused, like, don't pick like, up why? What? bars. I don't understand. <laughs> Stand. How does that? <laughs> um, How is that human or possible? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, uh, but at the end, Luke kind of like pulls a, a rank on her and says, "What happened? What's going on with that documentary?" Kind of to change the subject because he doesn't want to talk about it anymore. Hmm. Uh, he says, "I, I saw that it still had the one percenter stuff in it. Like, why is that still in there?" And Laurel says, "I didn't send that to you." And it turns out that Ben went over her head and sent it to Luke. What? So, mm-hmm. so Ben Ben is in the other office editing the documentary, and what an ass! And Ben is like kind of like, uh, he he's basically like, all right, we're done. Uh, at least we have this documentary uh, done, and we don't have to worry about that anymore. And then he goes in for a kiss on Laurel, but she <laughs> backs off, and she turns him down and says, like, I'm I'm in the middle of another relationship, talking about Gareth, obviously. And that makes me think that he's not an alien. Right, he did try to kiss her, but that could yeah. be a like that could be a um, a trick just to make us think he doesn't. So, hmm. yeah, maybe. Yeah, but Laurel. Uh, he, but when Ben leaves, Laurel goes on to the computer and just starts re-editing this documentary <laughs> completely. Uh, 
And she deletes all the footage of the Gareth interview completely from the computer. Yeah, because she loves him. Right. <laughs> Uh, oh right, we go and after this, uh, we kind of get a little montage of diff- her editing different parts, and we go to Luke having dinner with Charlotte, uh, his secretary, yeah. who um, we know has bugs in her brain, and she uh, he has to he says he's basically firing her or letting her go because um, I guess mostly just because he doesn't want to have her around anymore because she's uh, it's because of the scandal of sleeping with him. And yeah, and his, his wife's told her to, hasn't, hasn't she? She said, oh, well, why does she still work there? Mm. There's clearly oh, something right. going on. Yeah. Why is she still there if there's nothing she didn't going really on? Tell him, she didn't really tell Luke straight up, like, you have to fire this lady, but she did say that. Yeah, that's She true. she did in women speak. That was right, women exactly. speak. If you don't fire her, we are done. <laughs> and we get more women, women speak, speak here from Charlotte saying, uh, <laughs> in not so many words, that she's going to go tell Luke's wife. Like he, She basically says, I'm going to go visit your wife now. Hmm? Yeah. How do you like that, Luke? Send them my regards. Would... I'll, I'll do it. Right. So we go to Laurel's office, and uh, at this point, it seems like uh, Laurel has posted this video online, or at least uh, in a second we do, because Laurel's watching it on her computer, and she's done the voiceover for this uh, documentary now changed the whole thing up, took out the 1%, and she's got Malaysian children's choir music playing over the top of the documentary now. So kind of a a throwback. uh, uh, I've always kind of wondered where they were going to go with this Malaysian children's choir thing, and they finally, we got a payoff right here for it, so. Yeah. Um, So we get a montage of all these different people watching the video that Laurel made, her brother, uh, Red, Ella, everybody. And in this, she added the footage that she took with her cell phone, if you remember this, of Red um, talking to the intern about how uh, the nowhere lady was an idiot and that she would do anything that Red said. Uh, oh, no, wait, it was Gustav that took the cell phone footage. Right. Yeah. Um, and Have that, you that's seen Gustav the... in this episode, by the way? Nope. No nope, Gustav nope. in this episode mm. at all. Very strange, actually. But Where is he? I don't know. They didn't... Yeah. It's not like yeah. he got captured or like anything in the last episode. He was just kind of... Just didn't come back, so... There's not even any mention of him. No, Weird. not at all. Very strange. But, uh... We get this montage of people, like I said, uh, seeing it, and, um... We go to the committee hearing, and... Everybody votes no, including Luke. Well, not everybody. Obviously, Ella and Red vote yes. And everybody else votes no. So the war resolution doesn't pass to go to war with Syria. Hey. And the chairwoman and Luke, which we kind of brought up into question whether they would or would not vote no on this, both vote no. So that's important. We go to Laurel's apartment. And she's watching the news, the Rachel Maddow clone show. And... Have you ever seen Rachel Maddow, Tilly? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, maybe go look at her up at some point. Cause yeah, this uh, lady I, I, right now actually, as we're talking about her. Okay, yeah, do it right now. This lady does a uh, pretty good Rachel Maddow. Oh uh, yeah, she's got like the mannerisms down and everything. Yeah. The yeah. way she holds her pen and kind of shakes yeah. her pen when she's talking, even it's, it's down to that. So 
it's so she's such a good actor or at least just really good at uh, this specifically yeah. like she could be if they put her on saturday night live she could do a great uh, impression i guess yes um and on this, uh, Ben is on the Rachel Maddow show, and he's saying, oh, yeah, um, I, I'm really happy the way the documentary turned out, and I'm, I'm such a great filmmaker. And, <laughs> and Rachel Maddow lady is, like, praising him for, like, how amazing this was and how it's been, how it was the sole really? reason we didn't go to war with Syria. And Ben says nothing about the re-edit. That <laughs> yeah, and she's of like, course. oh, did you, so you really did this all on your own? And he's just like, yep. <laughs> yep, just me. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. So Gareth calls Laurel to congratulate her because he can tell uh, that's Laurel's voice uh, right there. So obviously uh-huh. this is made by Laurel. Okay. And that it's got the Malaysian children's choir music. So yeah, yeah. So we go to Luke's house and we're in the baby's room with the mother. And the baby won't sleep. And the, <laughs> the lady's like, stop it. That's what the wife yeah. says to the baby. To get it to stop it, crying. Stop it. Just stop it. Because that's how you stop babies from crying. You just say, stop it, like a dog. And they just. Yeah. Um, it works. So Luke comes in, and the wife is obviously very standoffish. She won't kiss him because she's mad at him for cheating on her a million times. Because I think she's pretty. She knows that he's cheating on her. Even though she doesn't, like, 100%. She hasn't been told 100%, but. And she has bought a new uh, mobile for the baby, you know, like over their crib with like the little like uh, little circus animals on it. And uh, Luke says, well, why don't we come to bed? And she says, "Uh, I don't really feel like uh," he's he's trying to get her to have sex with him. But she's she says, like, I have a headache, basically. Yeah. So he goes to bed and she turns off the lights and the mobile turns on. And it's got projecting stars on the ceiling from this mobile, and the mobile is playing a song, and the song is "You Might Think" by the Cars. Oh played, no! Like, played with and like the... children's xylophone. Oh uh, no! And baby stops crying. Oh. And we go to credits. Baby. So it's not ants. just the cat. Ah, it's babies as well. Uh... Right, and the one thing uh, Rochelle checked to see if this baby had. Uh, ear damage because we know the bugs go in through your brain but this baby was what? born infected so he doesn't yeah. have holes in his ears so uh. do you think maybe that um luke's wife has been infected the whole time and he's been cheating because he's not got uh, anything at all i don't at know home. how long i would and i then, mean the first time we saw her was the very first episode very first scene where we go to the the party remember the very classy party and she oh was there. yeah she was pregnant, so I don't think then that she was bugged because the bugs hadn't landed yet. Yeah, but she could have or been bugged not, like come to America as soon as it happened because we've not seen much of her. Yeah, we haven't. Obviously, seen her the in a baby's got to have yeah. been got to have got it from somewhere. Somehow. I did. I mean, all this time uh, for the last episode one when I, when they showed she was pregnant, I was going like, why? What's the plot? of her being pregnant why are we doing this pl- like yeah. not uh, pointing it out as much and, and now it's always the showing like, <laughs> it always why? yeah it always just seemed like uh, maybe it's to make Luke seem like an even worse person for cheating on her yeah and we find this out so it but it is kind of both but it really it a culmination of like uh, the reason it happened and it was very surprising at the end I didn't see the music coming 
Did no, me it? either. No, I didn't. Not at all. I thought that she was going to be the one that had got ants in her brain, not the baby. I thought the baby was right. going to come out fine yeah. and it was going to be can't like a... I assume probably that she has ants in her brain, but I don't know. Yeah, but the, the baby's definitely more key to it now. Right. Ooh, <laughs> I'm going to have to cat scan the baby. Sound. Yep, but a very good cliffhanger ending. So uh, three more episodes next week, episode eleven, and then the week after that we've got a two-parter. So should be good. Yeah. Squee. Squee. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite noises. <laughs> uh, Tilly, do you have? Uh, any books that you read this week? Not any books that I've read, but I have started listening to the Mighty Boosh radio show. Okay. I found it on YouTube, which is kind of like an audio book. Have you heard of the Mighty Boosh, the TV show? No. Oh my right, God. Yeah, okay. Um, Fro, That's you like really Bailey's need to from watch. That's like show, right? Yeah. Have you ever drunk Bailey's from his shoe? <laughs> <laughs> Do you love me? Um, My name's Old Greg. Yeah, yeah. I'm I've old seen that Greg. episode. I don't think I've seen many more of them, but I got a shiny mangina. Um, yeah, for I reason. have no clue what you're talking about. I feel so completely lost. It's British comedy at its most random, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Each season is set in a different place. Like the first season set in a zoo, the zoo universe. The second one <laughs> set in a flat. And the okay. third one set in the shop below the flat, and it's following um, Howard Moon and Vince Noir, who are very very different characters. One of them is a um, well, he has he goes through different phases. He's like he's a mod at one point. He he's well into Electro in another series. Then he's a goth. And he's very pretty, and the other guy Howard is into jazz and is very dorky and unsuccessful. And it's hilarious. But they started off with a radio show, which was comedy okay. radio. And I haven't heard it all. So even though I've seen them live, I've went to their festival. Um, I've owned everything that they did, including one of them has got a big book of artwork, as well as the Mighty Boosh books as well. So, yeah, I've started listening to that radio show. And it's hilarious. Cool. I might, might even put a link up on our Facebook thing so people can go. Yeah, do that. Uh, what about you, Luke? Have you read anything this week? Well, I finished the Chris Jericho book, um, his second one, I believe. Uh, and if you like Chris Jericho, do you guys like Chris Jericho, I assume? Yeah. Uh, both yes or no. Oh, I love him. Right. If you really like Chris Jericho, don't listen to this book, because he comes oh, off okay. like a huge jerk. <laughs> yeah, uh, who's super entitled and just thinks he's the greatest person. Yeah, ever. his podcast is sometimes like that. Right, oh. I've listened to a few episodes, and yeah, it does come off like that a little bit, but this is like... Yeah, I stopped it's listening him writing to the podcast. And, yeah, it's... And one thing I hate a, hate in uh, wrestling books is when you get the audiobook and they say PPV, because yeah. they down PPV. Yeah. <laughs> That's always funny to me. Uh, uh. But yeah, uh, I would say it's a great wrestling book as far as wrestling books go but it's alright, it's worth a listen, it's on Audible. So It is on Audible and if you go to Audible Trial slash another digital citizen you can get it for free. 
for free. Do it. Hooray. What what is that link again, Tori? Have it, isn't it? Audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. I think it is like that. I have not read anything this week because I've been busy either preparing for going to Denmark or watching my favorite TV show of all time. What's that, bro? The, <laughs> the Bad Girls Club. It's called... Whoop, whoop. I can't. I can't believe there's. Uh, I, I've seen nine seasons of it. <laughs> it is addictive. It is totally addictive. It's crack cocaine, just in TV <laughs> form. Yep. And if you want to write us about anything that maybe you have another. TV show that should be in the, the tournament, please write us at uh, another digital citizen at gmail.com. Another digital citizen at gmail.com. Please do that. Do you have anything you want to plug this week, uh, Tilly? Um, just the PDSA, the People's Dispensary for Sick Animals. If mm-hmm. uh, anybody's thinking about starting to donate to a charity or anything, or you're doing a charity event, tag on a bit for uh, the PDSA. They help a no. lot of animals. No cat news? No. Nope. No. Nope. Things still are the same, and now my cats are starting to um, sort the hierarchy out now. Okay. So they're, they're fighting a lot, but it's all for a reason. Yeah. Luke, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, just westcoastwrestlingconnection.com. Go check out the YouTube show. Yep. And remember to wish him happy birthday on Facebook. Because it's your birthday, Lou. It is, yeah. Exciting. What are you doing today, then? Yeah, what are you I'm doing just today? Editing, and then I'm going to go do dinner with the family. So, are you going to have cake? I hate cake, actually. So what? Oh, just tell them to put ca- put candles in a sandwich. That's what <laughs> I'm going to do with Dick. <laughs> I'd probably have ice cream or something. It's my guess, so. If I put candles in that, they'll melt it. Maybe pie. 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 So what about pie? Uh, If you want to listen to Frog getting mad about South Park, listening to uh, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast, that's hard for me to say when I'm laughing. Um, do that and that is a good idea because that's a good podcast that I'm on and uh, we are <laughs> looking at season 2 and Fro is having a bad time mm. oh, season 2 is also such a bad season oh, oh, bad show so next week, what are we going to talk about next week? Because now I suddenly disappeared that document. Uh, Kurt Cobain is suicide conspiracy. And yeah. Backlash predictions. And round yeah. four of Torture Tilly with TV. And yep. I don't what film are we doing? Oh, Morgan. That's my dad's name. Mm. And Brain Dead episode 11. And the news, of course. We always do the news. We always do the news. Unless it's too depressing, and then we'll avoid it. Yeah. (laughs) And with the Kurt Cobain thing, we've been wanting to do that for a while, and just recently, I believe, that the the Seattle Police Department released a whole bunch of brand new crime scene photos to check out. So 
Really yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yep. I need a documentary uh, with all of them incorporated in it. <laughs> Have you watched uh, the documentaries? These are all brand new ones. Yeah. These yeah. are all brand new photos. So. Have you watched the documentaries me and Luke recommended you on the topic? Not yet. I'm going to be doing that next week, so they're yep. uh, fresh in my head, ready for next week's podcast. I'm, I would probably I'm, watch the newest one again myself, yeah. Yeah, me too, because that's a good documentary as well. All right. So that's all next week. Uh, from uh, Denmark, a goodbye uh, this week. And from UK and USA, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, Bye, everybody. everybody. Goodbye. Citizen. Yeah.